Hey everyone, today is Tuesday, the 20th of October 2015. This is The Gap, episode 295. I am Luke Laurie, with me is Jedi Job. Oh, right. oh look out. Uh, Star Luke, Wars Day. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. That's an easy one. That is an easy one. Yeah. yeah. Jedi Job. Yeah. Uh, Joby One Kenobi, I prefer. <laughs> Joby One? Oh, come on. Come on. Yeah. Um, we got up early today. We did get up early. Well, like, well, maybe you got up early. No, I don't know. Actually, I wasn't up that early. You up that yeah. early. Um, but, you know, we were ready to rock quite early. Ready to rock Star Wars Day. Yep. Um, it's been a like yesterday as well was Star Wars Day mm. for some reason. I'm not sure why. The teaser for uh, the trailer. They dropped the, um, oh, the teaser trailer and also the poster. Of course. And then the announcement of the tickets are going on sale tomorrow. Yep. So then we needed a, like a, a plan. We did. We actioned a plan together. We put together a plan. It was like the A-team. It was the A-team, yeah. I was B.A. Baracus because uh, I wouldn't get it on, on a plane and you were face. <laughs> yep. And Nathan Lawrence was the other guys. Yeah. Both of them. I can't remember their names. Uh Face, B.O. Baracus. Yep. The other guys. That's it. It's all anyone the can The South African guy. I, I don't think- Liam Neeson. All right. No, no. We're not talking about that oh, A-team. Okay. The original A-team. Ah, uh, the original one. Yeah. Okay. Because through the- Bradley le- Cooper. No, no. Not that A-team. Oh. I didn't watch that A-team. Unbelievable. I was watching Power Rangers. Good stuff. I don't know how to respond to that. I mean, <laughs> there's so much to unpack in that statement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we got up, uh, bought some- At a reasonable time. Yeah, well, I was yeah. up at like 22, 8. Right. 7.30? Yeah. Let's call it 7.30. Okay. Uh, we jumped on to Skype. Yep. Uh, secured our places in front of the computers. Yep. Uh, you were cutting it. No. Nathan no, was, was cutting fine. it pretty close. He was, yes. Like eight minutes to go. He wasn't there. Ridiculous. He was letting the team he down. He was booting his PC up like a noob. <laughs> was, yeah. Who even turns their PC off? Noobs. 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 Yeah. You got to be ready all the time. Exactly. What happens if you need to email someone? Exactly. PC's not on. You can't on your phone? Yeah. On your iPad? On can't another do tablet? Does he switch everything off, so. do you think? When he goes to oh, bed, just maybe. the iPhone goes off. He, he wouldn't have, have an iPhone. iPhone. He'd have no, an Android. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, switches off the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. You got to turn Toaster. off the fridge. Freezer. Freezer's gone. Freezer's done. Uh, clocks. All clocks are off. You have to. And you have to reset them every day. Yeah, that's okay. No, it's pretty annoying. But, you know, that's that's just the life you've got to live. Got to save the power on the PlayStation, that little red light. Oh, yeah. No. Unplugged the wall. That kills it. Yep. It's huge. My my television has a little red light that's on all the time. And it drives me crazy. Yeah. So does mine. It's not bright. It's not. But- it's not little though. It's it's a, like a strip. Oh, that's unacceptable. Maybe it's not. Okay. Maybe it's only when you, when you press the like the power button, it comes uh, up. Okay. Um, mm. I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah. So eventually, we bought some Star Wars tickets. Yeah, eventually turned into a bit of a. We bought. It was like an a, a, like a TV episode of the A Team. Oh, yeah. You could have. It was like 45 minutes long. That's true. They usually only went for about 20, 22 minutes. It was a double. But yeah, true. Season like finale. Season finale, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was yeah, movie length season finale. Um, so, we had people on the IMAX website. Yep. We had people on the event cinemas website. Mm-hmm. 
as soon as it hit like eight o'clock. The I'll tell you what. Like I'll tell you what. I was on. Anymore. I was on Telstra. Thanks. Okay. And uh, I had that shit come up at um, early seven fifty-eight. Yeah. I'm like, I'll just do a cheeky refresh and see what happens. I'm like, holy shit, it's in! But then. They didn't update the Telstra thanks tickets to be midnight stuff until later. Later, and so by that time, didn't yeah, matter. it didn't matter. So we got ten a.m. and six a.m. and IMAX. Yeah. <laughs> so why not? We're going to get out of one session, the IMAX session in two D, and then we're going to go straight to the ten a.m. session in three D. Three D. VMAX Atmos. Yep. Right up the back. Right at Actually, the back. Actually, primo Fucking seats. both, like, sessions, we got good seats. Yep. IMAX is, like, last row in the middle. Mm-hmm. Well, not, like, dead on in the middle, but in the middle. Yep. Can't complain about that. No. Um, just the times are a bit... Uh, yeah. Because we tried to get that 12 o'clock session, but the IMAX site was down for the, a good, like, 20 minutes to start with, and then we eventually got in there, and the tickets weren't even up. Yep. Um, but the event cinema website seemed to hold it just yeah. all the tickets fucking disappeared yep and the fact that they weren't doing uh, any VMAX like standard sessions for the next like 12 hours in mm-hmm. which is all 3D shit yeah I don't want to see any of that rubbish no. nobody does nobody wants to watch that mm. um, yeah then eventually we were just fucking around and they flicked the switch on something on the IMAX site and it started working yep jumped in uh, we tried to buy tickets and then yours timed out yep, while you were trying pants. to purchase it. I know. They weren't great seats, were they? Uh, I think you said they're on the right somewhere. Yeah, no, they're far right. I wasn't happy with them. Yeah. Anyway, and then we eventually got the ones Nathan picked up, yep. which was- I'm all right with those. Yeah. They're good. Fucking- Yeah. I'll be right. Middle-ish. Up the back-ish. Yeah. And good. an IMAX. And IMAX. Should be good. 2D. I saw Interstellar at IMAX. Big shit. And that was good. Yeah. I saw Ant-Man at IMAX. Oh. And that was subpar. Why? I don't know. Free tickets. Did they have uh, expanded screen no. thing? No. Oh, right. stupid. No, that, it actually got smaller in some scenes. Really? It's the size of an ant. No, I'm making it up. Yeah. You could have just kept going with that. I would have believed you. Yeah, damn it. I thought you'd seen the movie. I have. I didn't go see it at IMAX, though. Right, but I thought you might be able to imagine that- such an idea would never actually work. Yeah, they just get right down. Yep. Where you got really small. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then today the trailer came out. Right. The last trailer, right? I don't know. That's what they're calling it, I think. I don't um, know. But I didn't see any of that shit because I got my filters running. Yep. Uh, until people started talking about shit that wasn't on my filter. Yep. Like people's names. Yep. Uh, and at that stage, I was like, oh, fuck. How do I filter, like, how do I filter Luke? I can't filter fucking Luke. That's your name. Yeah, it's yeah. my name. It doesn't work. No. Yeah. Uh, I've had to stop going on Facebook. Yeah. Facebook doesn't have a filter. And it auto plays videos. So I've that seen too. about the first, I'd say the first four seconds of the trailer. Okay. Definitely. Well, I, the, the Luke I can is definitely all... construct them by now. I just, um, I, yeah, I didn't go on Facebook today because. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. That's a, not a good place to be. No. Um, but yeah, so, I mean- Two months, right? Two months. I am actually excited. So am I. And that makes me really wary. Yeah. What happens if it's shit? I've been burned before, Luke. 
<laughs> I've been burned before. I don't know. He made he made a good like has he made a bad movie? Uh JJ Abrams? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I like everything he's done. I think so. Like they're not all Oh no, what was 10 that out fucking of what was that something seven or whatever the fuck it was? Seven. Fantastic seven. No. Super eight. Super eight, that's that what was alright. No, it was shit. It's great. Oh, so fucking saccharine and just fucking oh, recapturing the whimsy of. Ch- I I got to be honest. I have no time for whimsy. Okay, no time for whimsy. That train scene where the train. Oh, uh, fuck all of it. Okay, it blows up. That's amazing. Nobody fucking cares. It's like an invisible about your monster stupid fucking around. movie. Holy shit! Super eight. Mystery More like box. Super not great. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Big episode today. Big episode, huge episode, the biggest, not the biggest. Uh, we didn't we didn't record last week. Uh, Nathan was going to come around, but he got sick. Yep. So and uh, I was in China. Joe went to China mm-hmm. uh, to go look for a cure. Yep. Unfortunately, nobody wants to listen to me for an hour and a half talk about uh, Dota. Dota. Yep. Some people might. I think. I think. It I think actually there'd be a lot. Happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but. I'm gonna get luckily, steam now. luckily, uh, we didn't allow him to to mm. do it. Um, so, if you want to listen to him talk about Dota, uh, I don't know, just imagine it. You know, yeah, like just imagine Luke's voice droning on and on and on about just all the inconsequential shit you hear about Dota every fucking day that nobody cares about. I mean, he Speaks nearly bored me to sleep earlier. You guys didn't hear this, but he told me about <laughs> some fucking competition that went on yesterday that nobody cares about. But I was, like, barely staying awake. You were in. Um, and so excited. And he was like, oh, you know, don't you know about how, you know, the secrets were against EG. something, some example. EG. And, uh, yeah, example. You were, like, so close to buying the compendium. <laughs> I was actually pretty close to buying the Compendium during the International. <laughs> Why? I want to see what happens. I, I can't get a straight answer out of fucking anyone. Whenever I say, what does the Compendium do? Everyone's like, oh, no, it just adds to the experience. And you're like, why can't they just tell me? Because that's it doesn't do anything. That's the joke. Unbelievable. That just makes it even worse. You get a comic. A comic? Yeah. I'm still waiting for that fucking comic. What? You don't even get the comic yet? It hasn't come out yet. How much did you spend on the compendium this year? I think it was 10 bucks or 15 bucks. $10,000? Yeah, 10, 10K. 10000 American dollars. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, fair enough. But yep. pe- people would have spent that much on that stupid Oh, thing. yeah, stupid whale people. Oh, yeah, whale people. Like Jeremy Lin or something. Oh, yeah, he might have. I saw Jeremy Lin. Have you seen his new hair? Yeah, he's got like a mohawk. He right? looks he looks fucking ridiculous. I'll, I'll be frank. Did he really? Yeah. Well, did he play with it up or down? Up. Okay. Yep. Because I saw him the other day playing with it down. I think. Right. He looked just goofy like a fucking as fuck. mop. Yeah, it just looked awful. But he did kill it. I mean, I think he got twelve out of the first twelve points. No, yeah, he's yeah. a good player. Yeah. Just when he was on the Lakers. We just got a shit coach, well, so yeah. he would never let him play. True. And uh, plus, Kobe's on the team, so... Well, yeah. Nobody else gets the ball. Uh, well, you know, they got a game plan. Give Kobe the ball. Yeah. This season's going to be good, though. we got a good team. Yeah, like, 
they actually do look kind yeah. of like exciting. I mean, you're not going to make the playoffs, but it looks like an oh, exciting. We'll make the playoffs. We beat Get the fucking the fuck out of here. The other day. We beat the. You're not going to make the fucking playoffs. Portland today. Holy shit! Just because your garbage team time team can actually win some games doesn't mean that the NBA players are going to do shit. Unbelievable. We have a very young team. And that always translates into success. <laughs> we have Meta back. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if he'll be around much. Did you see the dunk today? Um, the one to end the game? Yeah. Holy fuck! Yeah. And then the one yesterday? Yeah, that was Was awesome. it the day before? I don't know. Where he just fucking smashed the dude? All earlier this yeah, week. It was died. fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that oh. was really good. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, the Lakers actually do look like they might w- be worth watching for more than just, you know, uh, short and fruit. You've got that crazy thing. European fucking basketball genius point guard now. Who? What? He's some European basketballer. Okay. In his contract, it was like he can't play in the NBA, and then that contract lapsed, so now he's over here. Oh. And he's fucking throwing the ball over. Like, he's crazy. Sick. Yeah, he's good. Cool. Do you want to talk about more more um, Might as well, let's get it out of the way. All right, cool. Get it out of the way. Yeah. China. China. Let's get China out of the way. Mm-hmm. I went- oh, You said it, not me. I went to Shanghai in China. Uh, and the first thing you notice about Shanghai is that it is smoggy as balls. Like, I think when Captain Planet has nightmares- Shanghai, Shanghai is the city he dreams of because it is crazy disgusting smoggy and like you know you see on reddit or fucking whatever these pictures of like smoggy nights and shit and you think yeah yeah that looks pretty smoggy or whatever um, yeah. you're like yeah you know I don't think I'd be down for that uh, It's but then again it does just sort of look like a cloudy day uh, it's not like that, right? You go into the city and uh, you get in there and it is kind of like a cloudy day except the sun is shining through the entire time and you're sort of like, okay, so it's a bit weird. And then you realise that it's about five degrees hotter than it said it would be. So if it's it's all like, oh, it's going to be 17 degrees outside on your phone, mm. then you're like, oh, pff, better put on a jacket. Then you get outside and you're like, uh, this is hot as balls. Yeah. It's because all the heat gets trapped in. Yeah. All the smog is keeping yeah. it all in. And then your eyes start to sting because of the smog. Mm-hmm. And uh, the- your skin dries out really quickly. Yep. But you can't drink more water to stop the dehydration. The water's shit. You can't drink. The, the water is actually shit. Uh, the sewage... The main drinking source is also where they put the sewage. Yeah. And I know that does occur sometimes uh, over here, but uh, yeah, it's according to according to traveler it. info, uh, it's not even safe to brush your teeth with that water, even if you boil it. Uh, yeah, so um, not that I had the tools to boil shit with, but no. anyway. So yeah, you sort of noticed that, and uh, we. Got, but the the really cool thing was that we got in at um, one o'clock in the morning. Went through Chinese customs, and uh, that was pretty scary. But it turned out to be like I think Australian customs, uh, Australia's border force of you know, uh, terrifying men who ask you terrifying questions. They're scarier. 
Yeah. It's harder to get out of Australia than it is to get into China, yeah. basically. Did you bring any VPNs with you? Yeah. No, sir. Uh, no. Uh, oh, yeah, the VPN thing. Holy shit. So, you get there and Google doesn't work at all and everything I do is on Gmail. So, that was a bit of a panic moment. Uh, Facebook doesn't work. Uh, you can't Google anything, so you can't, like... Google a to VPN. VPN that works in China. That that was that was a noodle scratcher. Mm. Uh, Twitter doesn't work either. But eventually, uh, I binged it. What Bing still works? Bing still works. Yep. So they uh, forgot about that one. Yeah, that they, they weren't they weren't watching on Bing. <laughs> um, so I binged a VPN that works in China, and I set that shit up. And uh, it's just a little bit more annoying. Like you just have to set up your VPN yeah. every time you change Wi-Fi networks, and that's all. It's not that big a hassle, but yeah. Um. So anyway, so we're in Shanghai, and uh, that was yeah, it was pretty cool. Apart from the smog, it was pretty cool. The first thing you notice, yeah. So we get in at one a.m. and all the lights are off, and basically the entire city goes into blackout mode. Oh, after mode. 11 yeah. hey. what Nathan mode Nathan mode yeah Nathan's oh yeah exactly there, yeah, they, off. Nathan and up um, but yeah so it just sort of looks like you're just driving on endless highways the only lights that are still on are on the like highways themselves yeah the street lights and so it feels so much like uh, fucking Akira or some shit like Japanese Neo Tokyo or some shit, because it's just endless, endless massive highways, and they all wind in on one another, and uh, the lights are the only thing you can see, and you can just sort of see these monolith buildings out the windows that occasionally block, um, like the horizon and shit, and it's a bit scary and cool, and what well, after a while you stop being like just blown away by the landscape, and then suddenly uh, you start to take it like pay attention to the traffic and in um in shanghai uh they have they have lanes on their roads where they've painted markers on the on the uh street to make sure that you can tell where you're supposed to drive yeah but um i think they only read about them in books and then they're like oh well apparently if you make a road it has to have these white lines on it so you've got to you got to add that shit well they're a guide you have to stay in the middle of the line right like on the line uh, they don't give a fuck about any of that. Just wherever. Middle line, like just fucking wherever there's space, and uh, that that's when you realise that your your taxi driver is uh, doing about 160, and the car you're in is older than my first car, and suddenly you like start to panic a little bit because there's no. That's when like you. you it, like acutely aware of the fact that you never put on a seatbelt and then you go to put on a seatbelt and then you realise no. there is no seatbelts and uh, and yeah you're like I wonder if I updated my travel insurance before I left here <laughs> and then you can't get onto Google to check that There's shit. There's no VPN ready. Yeah, exactly. So you can't get onto Google to check that shit and then so you spend a day panicking and then when you finally do get onto it you realise that you haven't and you're like cool i'm gonna die in a chinese hospital and uh and then everything sort of takes on a different sort of i don't know scope after that like everything is different start living life on the edge joe exactly i was fucking i was point break as fuck i was johnny utah motherfucker like i was on the edge and uh so suddenly i'm just like walking in the street with the locals everyone like 
there, there's like streets are just places for things to go like cars will be there or scooters scooters that are like silent because they're all electric they'll be there and so you'll step out into the road and one will nearly hit you for no Clips, reason because yeah. they never fucking they never slow down for shit but if you just sort of walk out with purpose then you become a scooter you become one yeah you become one with traffic. The, the traffic and so everything sort of just melds to you and uh it's not until like you just you could probably get away with it except for like the fact that you would never get away with it luke and i i never got away with it because uh you're six foot one or something and i'm six foot flat uh and uh are you six foot yeah i thought i'm pretty sure i'm six foot no i haven't measured myself though uh no i'm six foot okay um and uh i tell everybody i'm six foot you're underselling yourself Shit! If you're in the in in the NBA, you could probably be oh, six three. I'd probably be six four. In the six NBA. three with come shoes on. on. Come with on with shoes on. Big shoes. Unbelievable. I could probably dunk in the NBA because of those shoes. Oh yeah, maybe they got good shoes. Yeah, but um, yeah, you realize that yeah, you're six foot one, and I'm six foot flat, and uh, most people don't come up to our like to my nose. So when you're on public transport, you're like half a head taller than literally everyone on the train. Yeah. And yeah, it's sort of like you'd never get away with this shit. On the last day that we were wandering around in Shanghai doing touristy shit, yep. uh, we were walking down the Bund, which is the main sort of tourist attraction. It's the the big river area it's where all the old buildings of shanghai the big banks and stuff very stately and good looking and it's got great views and shit like that we're walking down that trying to find somewhere to have breakfast and uh and three old chinese people came running up giggling their asses off and they asked to get a photo with me yeah and it was adorable and very surprising uh and we couldn't work out why they wanted a photo of me instead of alan our pr dude who is uh blonde as fuck yeah because i you know i've still got brown hair right they've seen brown hair yeah or alice clark from the herald sun who has bright red hair Mm. uh they but they didn't want a photo with them they wanted a photo with me and um Eventually, we guessed that they thought I was a basketball player. Yeah. Which couldn't have been further from the truth. But uh, as we walked around more, uh, we went into deeper and older parts of the city. Uh, we started to notice, or I started to notice, uh, that people would take selfies on their uh, phones and they would deliberately angle it so that we were in, in a- the shot. Yeah. And, did you uh, start wearing like basketball jerseys? No, I didn't. I should have. I should have. I could have gotten away with it. Yeah. Instead, I just started turning and looking at the camera and pulling a face, <laughs> and uh, and then I'd keep walking. So I'd be deliberately photobombing them. But as you walk away, you hear them like scream, squeal in laughter, and you realise that you just made their day, and they have no idea who you are. No. And it also turns out that you are nobody. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. So, that was pretty fucking funny. I had that in Japan when I was there. Really? Yeah, just fucking schoolgirls all the time. Oh, no, that was different. Yeah. No, yeah. Why is that different? No, you you were going to get into a porno. They thought you were oh, okay. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> That's porns, <true>. Porn double. <laughs> mm. But, um... Porn double. 
So, uh, what else? What else do we do? What else do we do? The dominatrix. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That took a while. Though. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, oh damn it! I wanted to think of one. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> Bill and Ted's sex adventure. <laughs> no, that's that's terrible. That one. No, no that isn't. That shit. That isn't good. Um, John Dick. John, John, John Dick. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah. So while we're while what we were there for was uh, was basketball stuff. They had the global games, and uh, so I was there to um, see the global game in Shanghai, which was the Hornets versus uh, the Clippers. Michael Jordan, Charlotte Hornets versus uh, Ballmer, Steve Ballmer, Steve Ballmer's Clippers. Yep. Yeah. I got to talk to Steve Ballmer. Oh, did you? Yes. Is he fucking crazy as? Was he uh, just yelling at you the whole time? No, he was, he was pretty sedate. He mm. just seemed like he was there on holiday. Yeah. Did you update Windows 10, Steve? <laughs> and then just hear him just start yelling at you. That would have been good. Yeah. Is it years over? Uh, yeah, no, he might have. Well, yeah. So, uh, doing interviews. Uh, we did one interview and uh, Alice... From the Herald Sun, the other Aussie that we went with uh, asked Blake Griffin. Um, she said, uh, "Blake, I noticed that your your rating in NBA 2K is only 88. Why do you think it's that low?" Which is definitely not how I would have phrased that That's, question. Yeah, uh, it's and, not low. Uh, no, like, it's not. It's, it's pretty high. Yeah, it is kind of high. Uh, and he op- he retorted with, uh, "I don't care. I don't play video games." I don't want to talk about them. Boom. And uh, that was that was bad news for me because I was there to talk to Blake Griffin and I was there to talk to him about video games. <laughs> so uh, that was that was rough. Also during that that was during the media scrum, and uh, media scrums are just a uh, you know it's just a sort of free for all. Uh, you all have to get in as close to the athlete as possible without actually like. Hitting them with the microphone. Exactly. Uh, invading their personal space. Uh, but inside the scrum, your personal space ain't worth shit. So uh, everyone's like sort of draped all over you and shit. But uh, I got there a little bit late. Uh, but I used uh, the fact that I am I was bigger than all of them to my advantage. Yeah. And uh, I just sort of pushed them out of the way so I could get up close enough to put my mic uh in his face so I could ask him a question that immediately got spoiled uh, and so I thought that was going to go all badly but luckily I managed to snag a one-on-one interview instead Boom. but while I was like I don't think the clip is going to go that well to be frank like Blake's great CP3's great they've got a lot of great individual players but they've also got a lot of players who are generally considered to be locker room cancer. You know, well, well I don't understand what the game plan was. It looked like the sort of, like, it looks like the sort of fucking team a fantasy team owner would put together. Like, oh, yeah, look, I can only, I've only got this much cap space, so let's get Josh Smith in here. Right? But in real life, Josh Smith is a fucking lunatic, right? Uh, he doesn't work well with other people. Uh, there was someone else who... Oh, yeah, fucking Lance Stevenson. Like... Yeah. I think he's fantastic, and I love watching his antics, but that dude plays for one person, and that person is Lance Stevenson, and I don't know, like, I, I just don't think they're going to do very well with that team. Um, yeah. But anyway, so then... Oh, hang on, we've got a visitor. 
Look out. Hello. Hey, buddy. What's up? What's up? What is up? We've got Yug in the house. You got to turn. You got to turn the mic. You got to switch that on. A bit rusty there, are we? Hey, hey, shut up, shut up. Hello, how are you? Oh, we're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah can, I, can, can I have a can I have a drink? I just barge into your house and go for it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna head over to my mate Simon here, who's also here, so you can say hello. What up, Simon? Hey, run. How you doing? Good. How are you? No, not too bad. Not too bad. Cool. Yeah. Do you want a drink? Yeah, Yug. Can you grab me a beer as well? Yeah. Thank you. Um, what do you do, Simon? I actually look after all the uh, enforcers at uh, PAX. Oh yeah, PAX yes. is pretty close, huh? Yes, and uh, that's actually we're getting all getting everything ready for it. What are we doing today, Yug? We're uh, drinking. drinking and moving and moving <laughs> there's, consoles. There's pop tops over on the. On the yep. Oh, yeah. uh, <coughs> top popper, rather. Uh, so you look after all the enforcers, the volunteers that sort of look after people inside PAX, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. So, How does that go? Uh, that's uh, very, very interesting. Um, we uh, we have uh, 700 people that we need to look after. In t- well, in terms of not look after, we have 700 people that work as enforcers and we um, look after all the, uh, all of the attendees and make sure they're having a good time and enjoying themselves. Do you enforce the enforcers? I'd, I'd say I enforce the enforcers, yes. What, what, like heavy beatings or...? Oh, no, I, I softly <laughs> caress them. Just yeah, light, light, <laughs> light, beatings. light beatings. Right. <laughs> um, so what? What like what goes into it though? Like, how, like seven hundred people. Do you start doing that before? Yeah. Like, so have you started next year's preparations already? Or uh, the the veterans uh, will be ready for next year already and starting to think about next year. Yeah. Um, we start public applications about four months out. I think it is. Right. Um, and uh, really heavy scheduling and making sure everything's organised sort of starts about two months out from the convention. What, like, if you wanted to, if... I, I wouldn't be an enforcer because I'd be shit at it, but let's say someone... Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 No. Whoa. It, what, hold on, hold on. What's it, what's, what's it take to be an enforcer? Why can't... Jo- what, what does Joby need to do? What does he need to aspire to? Yeah, yeah. To, to be an enforcer volunteer. Well, I, well ca- first of all, are you friendly? Not really. Oh, well, like that's, that's pretty much like strike one. But I mean, uh, well, I think so far you've been. I, I, I walked in. Some strangers walked into your place, and you've been very accommodating. So I think straight away. Just, just to be fair though, uh, and just to clarify, if, I don't know if these guys have said anything, but so Joby's place, like, I it seems abandoned. <laughs> Can I just say, like this particular apartment complex, right? I walked into it and it doesn't, it's not finished. Like there's paint strip just being peeled off the walls. There's a sign on the front of his door that says, hey, people actually live in here. Please stop walking in. <laughs> See, there are, there are two ways to get cheap rent in Sydney. You live in a place that isn't finished. You don't live here, you squat here, is that what you're saying? <laughs> or you squat in somewhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the impression that I get, yeah. Yeah, uh, but, you know, we've still got the internet, so somehow that's still working. That, that's fine. Enforcers don't need residential addresses. You're oh. good. Step one, you're good. Sick. Okay, cool. Done. Tick. Wait, what else do you need? All right, so you obviously like games. Mm. I do like games, yeah, yes. Well, so, tick. Perfect. All right. Uh, can you... Can you can you speak with a loud and confident voice? Uh, I have been known to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Well, there's another tip. Sick. And can you get? Well, this is probably going to be a bit of a loaded question, but can you take direction? 
I definitely cannot. Uh, that's mostly a problem because, you know, I'm a narcissist and I haven't, you know, really have a problem with authority. And so there are a lot of problems with yep. that one, but overall, pretty much not. But that's only two strikes, right? Yeah, well, no, you've only got you've only got one strike, I think, so far. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Okay, we're... we're we're rolling with I'm friendly. Yes. Well, and, that's, and that, to be honest, that's, that, that is at a baseline all you need to do to be an enforcer. Yeah, cool. Where do people come from to be an enforcer in PAX Australia, though? Like, interstate, right? We have people from all over the world coming to enforce. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got people coming from uh, Europe, from London, uh, from the States. We've got a few people coming from the States. Obviously, um, PAX enforcers from the US come in. Um, we have people coming from Perth and from... I think I've got a map somewhere where it shows just how far away everyone comes, and that's quite interesting to look at every every year. Packs and forces recruiting around the world. We want you. Yes. There needs to be like a Uncle campaign Sam poster. Point. Yeah, or something just like that. A picture of Yug. Just me. Yeah, I want me. I think we've no. probably got one of those. Somewhere. Yeah, that's one's enough. What? Oh, poster. Okay, yeah. right. Sorry. So, hey, look, we, we, we barged in here on your... We, we were... Joby gracefully uh, invited me. Sure. Uh, I don't think he actually expected me to turn up. I definitely didn't. We were two hours in and we were like, he's not coming. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I, want, I want to make the effort kind of thing. And, yeah, we are right in the middle of, of, of the craziness at the moment. L- literally... Uh, it's like next week. Right? It's a good thing this isn't live because there is a car parked outside that literally has 20 gaming consoles sitting in it that we need to actually transport and drop off somewhere else to be sent down to Which Melbourne. Which I'm a little so. bit worried about. Of all these squatters. It's okay. Of. This, this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're in an area where there's squatters. So, look. Okay, <laughs> your car is probably Fine. gone already. <laughs> Joe's like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> you hear the front door shut. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's probably gone already. But okay. that just means you can stay on the podcast for longer. This is so. true. This is a good point. We don't have to go anywhere because we can't. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for the invite. How's how's things i have not well i haven't seen any of you guys for ages and i haven't been on this podcast in years true so what, what do you do now have you been What's, on any podcast in years uh i'll have you know i'll have you know i recorded a podcast uh last month really i did you told me about this i recorded three months i ago. recorded a brand new podcast for anyone like old old school or, don't, or whatever mm. with my colleague Matt who I used to do uh, Australian Gamer with and it was 10 years 10 years since we first did our Australian Gamer podcast and we're like man we hardly ever talk anymore yep. let's let's have a reason and excuse to actually catch up and have a chat and we were good at podcasts let's do that so we did a podcast and we're like this is great we should do yeah let's do this every couple of weeks and of course it hasn't gone up and we haven't talked since so <laughs> but I feel that's so appropriate back to your old tricks <laughs> <laughs> Back to exactly how it used to be. Because so. you told me about it's this. like you never stopped. At a, we were at drink somewhere, and you were like, no, funny we're going to do yeah. a, a podcast. I was like, come talk to me when you do two in a row. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, fine. Well, how's, how's, how's this podcast going? What have you been talking about? Come on. We're up to 295. Yeah, we're up to episode 295. Well done. Uh, well, we're now well seventh year now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah you cannot be stopped, we can't even be if you want to. <laughs> yep. I mean, ratings be damned. We've got should- India as well now, so... <laughs> yeah? Yep, we're oh, full yeah. Indie. yeah. I should clarify for Simon here. This is a gaming podcast. It is, yes. <laughs> <We actually haven't- laughs> it wasn't just a squatters <laughs> podcast, real estate in Sydney podcast. No, no, <laughs> we've actually been talking for... Uh, we're on 40 minutes. We haven't actually talked about games yet. We haven't is, talked about We talked games, about yeah. Star Wars through the last Fuck yeah. Yep. Oh, minutes. how good was that trailer? We haven't watched yeah. the trailer. We haven't watched the trailer. <laughs> oh, what? We don't, I don't we watch don't, trailers. We don't watch trailers. 
I, he you know, didn't watch what, trailers, what are you fucking like, trailer hipsters what this, is this this makes sense I'm not doing it anymore I didn't watch the trailer for Terminator Genesis yeah and oh wow well that that's a shame because if you watched it you may have avoided the whole fucking movie entirely which is why it was good I liked it I actually didn't hate the movie because it didn't get spoiled in the trailer I watched the trailer afterwards I'm like holy shit this is the entire plot like everything the plot was shit what yeah, are you it talking was, about like, still like schlock I mean it's better than some movies I've watched this oh year. wow hey like I really liked it why because it was better than some movies it could have been what worse what a rating it could have been worse what happened wow wow you've mellowed man oh, <laughs> you've, yeah. you've changed you've chilled wait till we talk about Halo oh uh, yeah Halo's on the list don't worry <laughs> alright I, I finished that but I'm not allowed right. to talk about all of it just okay. the first three missions oh really uh, yeah I'm not allowed to give it a score but I'm not giving it a score anyway uh, but it is just based on the first three missions and the eighth mission which I'm also allowed to talk about yep a giant heap of crap um, it, it is no. an amazing spectacular no. piece of t- uh, t- oh it's, no, no all no, of the no, best no, parts no. are contained in the trailer in, <laughs> in cutscenes where uh, you don't do anything and you just watch the the chiefs do things and you're like oh, okay cool I wonder if I'll get to do something fun you don't you don't get to do anything fun um, and Oh, no, I can't tell you. The of course, he's part. only talking about the first three missions, you know. Course, now, the rest yeah. of the game could be, like, Fantastic. the most amazing thing ever. It definitely but those three missions. Yes. Those three missions. And episode eight. Well, mission and eight or whatever. Mission eight. Yeah. But uh, also uh, a train wreck. But, um, <laughs> but some of the rest of it might actually be okay. You know, theoretically. <laughs> How disappointing. Uh, yeah, it's pretty disappointing. They won't let us play multiplayer yet. Um, there's, it's 42 gigabytes. Yeah, saw and that. There will be a nine uh, a day one patch that's nine gigabytes. Uh, um, What's that? It's not too bad considering Destiny's like eighteen gig. Whenever you need to update it, is it? <sighs> yeah, it was some like I think last update for me was like twenty gig. Do you still play it? Yeah, I love Destiny. Oh, yeah. Don't don't look at me like that. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. You don't get. You really like. And and this is the thing. We're and not to bring it back, but we're in full packs mode. It's ten days away, right? Yeah. So when you say, "Oh yeah, Halo Five, and there's a day one patch with like nine gigabyte thing," all that's going on in the back of my mind is like, "Fuck, man, oh, yeah, we have a Halo the- comp in the console tournament area. That means we've got to update all the fucking Xboxes with nine gig patch like at the same time on the Thursday." Like, damn. So that yeah. is gonna suck balls. Luckily, we got decent internet at the uh, MCC. Yeah, sure. That's why we've got like all those consoles in the car because. Spent all last weekend updating them. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, it doesn't really hinge on on your internet at the thing, doesn't it? It sort of hinges on the internet that Xbox or PlayStation is putting through. Yeah, I'm on NBN here. Oh well, f- uh, well, literally why you. I live here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> why you squat here? <laughs> why we're squatting? Yeah. There's all these well-to-do people that live in this like squatting level of apartments. Why? Because the NBN here. Yep. you can get it here. There's like a normal set of apartments down the road, but fuck it, fuck it. Yeah, no NBN, and you know barely anyone else has it so i've got like a two ping and like sick fucking downloads but yeah no it took me uh 12 hours to download 40 gigabytes that shouldn't be it shouldn't be like that like it's on xbox yeah okay oh on playstation i'd probably still be downloading it yeah yeah Yeah. well that's so that's the thing so on on the weekend just passed so um i i uh had about 20 consoles 10 Xbox Ones and 10 PlayStation 4s and I had to update them with less system patches and everything like that a couple of them we bought straight away so there's a big difference between you know updating and patch- with patches since last year this time last year and brand new out of the box but yeah it, it took me a good like 15, 16 hours to get through them all and update them all and that's two TVs going at the same time as well like mm. it's not fun no 
What did you do during that time? Uh, you know what? I've, no, I fucking wanted to actually sit in the laptop and, and like do some other stuff. But there's there was just it was just timed enough so that the PlayStation would start at this time, the Xbox would start at that time, and then I had to create all the accounts, so yeah. all the fake accounts, oh so God. all the fake email accounts, and then the fake alternate email accounts. Because when you sign, when you do a new X, I don't know when the last time you actually installed a brand new Xbox One, right? Mm. But you you need to provide a phone number or an alternate email. So, I'm creating, like, all the normal emails, but then it's like, okay, I'll put my phone number in. No, that phone number's already been used. Yes, because it's mine. Uh, Okay, so I need to create other fake... Anyway, anyway. So, have you um, got a list of all these email addresses if it fucks up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all named... So, all the consoles are named after gaming characters. So, all the Xboxes are, like, Master Chief, uh, Marcus Phoenix, Cortana, whatever. And all the Playstations are, like, uh, Kratos and uh, Spiral and... Oh, no, sorry. No, that's (laughs) the way... The Wii's are there. The Wii's, Mario the Wii's. And- Yeah. But I tell you what, I'll be honest, and I'm not going to say which console, because uh, I don't want to ruin it, but uh, like with some of them, we got to a point where we're like, uh, Lara Croft, is that on that console? No, but we're running out of names. Um, Harry Potter, that was a game on one of them. Yeah, all right. Green Mario. One of the... <laughs> One of, Mario. I shit you not, one of the consoles is named Barbie. Wow. Because there was a Barbie game on that console. It's legit. So, nice. Yeah. The Xbox, right? We're talking about the Xbox. I'm not telling... Right. I'm I'm Tell my- us more about your Barbie game library, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He loves it. Um, anyway. Yeah, anyway. So, you guys, what? Two weeks out now? Week and a half? Ten days. Ten days. Ten days. Ten days. Yeah. Yeah. Panic stations going down? or what? Say? Panic stations or what? No, man. At this point, at this point, it's, it's all... It's sailing from here. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, Jinx was... Jinx was a character on Xbox. <laughs> um, no, that was Blinks, damn it. <laughs> Blinks, yes. That's right. Original Xbox. Time traveling. Cat. That went places. No. Um... No, no, it's it's pretty much like on a... Everything's in place. Like, everything's like in, in, in process. There's still a lot of stuff to do, but it's like, all right, now we know what to do. Like, you know, uh, we fly down to Melbourne on Friday, and then on Saturday, we spend the whole day with about 100 to 200 Enforcer volunteers uh, packing show bags. All right, we got yeah. like tens of thousands of show bags, man. They don't just pack themselves. You save so, your show bag? Say again? You save us a show bag? Do you want me to save you a show bag? Why? When are you getting there? Thursday night. Friday. You'll get one in the queue room. You'll get one in the room. Yeah. I'm in media, so I go in. You get them early. Oh, yeah, because media get all the special privileges of PAX. Yeah. <laughs> well, they go in early, right? That's what I'm there for. Yeah. Really. For, the, pre- for the sweet privileges. privileges. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they treat me at EBX, though. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. I'm dropping this mic, man. <laughs> uh, no, they don't treat me like that. <laughs> But anyway, um, so hang on. So you get the enforcers to to do things for you as well. Are they your like minions? They're, they're a little army. Yeah. We've got yeah. There's 700 people. I'd, I'd classify that as an army, or at least a regiment of people. Do you like try to avoid military terms when referring we try to, to your yes. yeah. yeah jackbooted like <laughs> army of? Do you give them nicknames? Some of them willing. Like slick. Well, we actually. <laughs> All the enforcers are actually known by their gaming handles. Oh, okay. Yeah, which can be confusing sometimes. And, yeah. like, and especially when you've got yeah. Sex Addict 92. Like, yeah, things like that. No, not their AOL handles <laughs> back in the 90s, man. There, there, there is a games journalist who up until literally 10 months ago went by uh, his gaming handle, which was Willow Dildo. Oh, is this you? And that was... 
That was his professional email as well. Willowdildo at hotmail.com. It no longer works, so I don't mind uh, screwing that everywhere. But uh, I used to get emails like to my Telstra account that would go immediately to spam uh, from him. And he'd be like, how come you never respond to any of my emails? I'm like, what email? <laughs> oh. Uh, Your Willowdildo. I can explain. Yeah. <laughs> Get a real fucking email. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh, slotted in there between, like, maximize your penis size. Yeah. and <laughs> It's like, we understand you got that email address when you're 13 and you're really attached to it. But, buddy, maybe it's time to grow up. Yeah. Maybe it's time to ditch what I assume is a Buffy thing. <laughs> so, this guy's going <laughs> to... And, and, yeah, grow up. Is this guy just going to get a heap of mail now to his email address? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he's abandoned that email. <laughs> Nick- nicknames are fun. So uh, Simon here, his nickname is uh, is Riot, oh, yeah. uh, which is it was he. I know he got that nickname before Riot Games became a thing. <laughs> yeah, because that was stole it from me. Fucking confusing for me the first year because of course Riot Games League of Legends had a massive booth and Simon Riot his position like that that he looked after was Expo floor. So it's like oh okay, just you need this time go talk to Riot. And I'm like, there's a riot at Riot. Riot. I'm just like, (laughs) exactly. Go talk to Riot. And I'm like, I'd turn up at the League of Legends booth, you know, going, sup? (laughs) Oh, okay, right. So there's actually only two handles that we're not allowed to say over the radio, basically Riot and Fire. Ah. Well, that's confusing. Yeah. What? (laughs) Jesus, dude. (laughs) It's my name. I'm sticking with it. Okay, okay. Are they there this year? Right, games? Yeah. No. So, you no. don't have that problem, though. That's true. <laughs> yes. There's just going to be a lot of disappointment. Go, oh, go see Riot. And it's like, oh. oh. <laughs> well, it's just some dude standing in the corner looking weird. <laughs> no, we got a really good relationship with Riot Games, but they've got the, uh, the giant they got the giant internationals on the Saturday uh, night. What do they start at, like, 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. or something like that? Like, it's the huge finals. So, you know, it makes sense. Same, same thing with, with Blizzard is a great example sort of thing. Again, really... Blizzard, I fucking love the Blizzard guys, and I love Blizzard and everything like that, but BlizzCon's the week after, yep. so it's like, it's really tough for the team here in Sydney, and they're a great team, but they're a small team, to like, go, we just, like, all the stuff, all the announcements and stuff is at BlizzCon, we can't, there's, totally. we're just going to let down the community, because there's not much we can we can legitimately do, so it's yeah, really yeah. tough for those guys, but then again, like, PAX, it's, it doesn't revolve around the just the exhibitors that are there it's why we don't fucking announce anything until like three <laughs> weeks from the show yeah like you know people go there because you know uh of oh, i don't know this is, uh, I'm, I'm veering way too much into like bullshitty markety kind of <laughs> stuff but it's it's marbo it's the vibe you know it's it's that all that tabletop stuff. games tabletop games casino. Casino. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Crown? To yeah. Casino. yeah yeah are we allowed uh, to talk about the replacement for what we've got going on there have we renounced that which one? This well, doesn't go until right Friday, so... Uh, what, like, the ESL? Yeah. Yeah, we've, t- we've done that. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we, so... Okay, yeah, so it's not, okay, it's not like it just yeah. disappeared, we've got a big hole in We don't mean to talk, turn this into a PAX podcast, but you did invite me, and this is all I do now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know... Sure, I, like, I invited hey, you, assuming you are relates to games, Can I voice my displeasure, however, that for the very first time in PAX Oz's history... There is not history. a live Gap podcast I happening know. at the show. I know. What? How disappointing. The fuck? I, I think I explained this to you. We, like, you put us on at times when we are getting really drunk. I thought that's that, that was that, appropriate. Yeah, wouldn't that be good? 
Well, no, see, it slows down this pretty our hard. Yeah, it slows down our drinking. <laughs> we had to take it easy last Saturday. Uh, like, we started drinking last year at Midday. noon. Yeah. <laughs> and by the time 9.30 rolled around, we were pretty toasted. Like, uh, it was all I could do to go get as much chicken from the Korean chicken place <laughs> as I could. And then fucking Daniel Wilkes didn't even <clears throat> eat any chicken, which was just- He just showed up. I'm like, just, he did just I'm just saying, up. as I recall- Okay, and just to clarify for Simon here, when these guys actually did their panel, because everyone submits panels and we go through and look at them, curate them and everything like that, mm. they put a series of requests down. Yep. <clears throat> a series a of- A writer. Yep. A writer. Yep. And I mean a very, a very particular writer of objects that, of course, no sane person actually requires in order to do a panel. Yep. The enforcers that were around that theatre, and you're going to want to know this, but I can't remember, uh, provided- all the stuff that you yep. asked for. Sombreros. Uh, oversized sombreros. Red and, red and white. Uh, we asked for M&Ms, M&Ms or something without a certain color in them. Yeah. They did that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, an Esky. This is how good we are. An Esky. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and still, and spectacular. still, not good enough for you to fucking return. <laughs> no, no. We, we're still there. I'm, I'm on the Fallout trivia. Has that been announced yet? I don't think oh, so. Oh, well, it has now. Surprise! <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on that. So, yep. uh, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. I'm just doing separate. Whatever, man. Are I we thought doing you- a b- thing at Bethesda or not? Huh? No, no, we're not. I thought, I thought you guys, had, like, you were a regular thing. It was like, yeah, this is our live gig. And then what? Nothing. I'm just look. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not angry. I'm just. I'm just disappointed, Joby. I'm just disappointed. Crashed into my house to accost me. (laughs) To be fair, precious time off. To be. To be fair, (laughs) look. The door, the security door, doesn't work. Right. The elevator. Right. Doesn't There's no security, and the door was unlocked. Right, so, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and can we? Can you really complain when you're squatting in a place? <laughs> all right. Well, look. Okay, but just for all my many enemies who are listening to this, <laughs> none of that is true. I'm <laughs> tip top security here. Look, Chubby, I, 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 I'm so glad you brought brought me onto the podcast. Thank you very much for the invite. I respect you gratefully. I'm, I'm just gonna go steal another beer. So, <laughs> can you get me one, please? Yep. Thank you. Um, anyway, what were you saying? Um, I wasn't saying anything. Have you played any games, Simon? Yeah, well, like Destiny, Destiny. of course, no. Life is Strange, I'm enjoying that oh, at the moment. Oh, okay, that, the last episode that came out today, right? Yeah, well, I'm only still up to episode three. Okay, that's yeah. okay. That's where I'm at. Cool. How do you, what do you think of it? I like it. It's, um, yeah, it's interesting, like, the choices that you make and how that kind of reflects in what happens later on. Um... As opposed to games like, uh, I don't know, uh, a Telltale game or anything like that. Yeah, it, Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, yeah. It's like, I kind of stopped playing the, the second one of that. Yep. Because the choices just got to a point where, all right, it doesn't matter what I'm going to do, I'm going to piss somebody off because I don't have enough food. Or it, it basically puts you in the, this position of, um, you know, you don't win anyway. Whereas but- this is like, a bit, a bit different. It's slightly off tangent, but did you do you think you stopped playing? I was the same. I actually stopped playing episode two of The Walking Dead. Do you think you stopped playing it because you felt the choices that you made didn't actually influence the plot, or because the story and narrative itself actually wasn't in, as interesting. interesting? Yeah, season Probably two or episode season two. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. like I, I was the same. I got to a point where I'm like, yeah. ah. I heard a lot of people saying that the plot and narrative just didn't hold up. Well, all those guys left. Season. So right, well, the guys that did the original, they went and formed their own studio. So. 
really? I didn't think that much of the first season. To yeah, be that's the Idle Thumbs guys, right? Some of them. Really, I wasn't they're aware. Doing, of them. Uh, they're doing. I think one of them's at Campo Santo now. They're doing Firewatch. Oh yeah, right. Okay, uh-huh. right, cool. Um, <clears throat> I yeah. think it was those guys. Anyway, yeah. So, what do you think of Life is Strange? I, I really enjoy it. It's yeah. it's quite interesting looking at it from a different perspective, like playing as a teenage girl in high yeah, school is quite interesting yeah childhood as a yeah yeah mm. um but i do find it a little bit lost like as in like lost-esque in terms of they're, they're raising a lot of questions and not giving a lot of answers right and that always yeah. just kind of shits me a little bit and because there's weird like supernatural thing going on in the background that you don't really know what's about yet. yeah because i'm at the same point as you um and i feel like i don't know the people that have played past that point seem to really dig it um so maybe they'll answer some of that that stuff but otherwise um yeah for me it's just the time like i haven't had the time to go back and play any of that stuff it's just so many things that have been coming out Mm. it is that season sort of playing a lot of stuff non-stop yeah have you guys played valiant hearts it was a games of gold game i didn't play that was the world war one yeah actually surprisingly good it's done on the ubisoft uh like a 2d engine thing that they've got yeah and it's beautiful game and the actual like first little while I was like I'm not really this isn't really that fun and all that stuff and then I got hooked on the story and I got hooked in the characters and some of the mechanics are really interesting and like just loved it like I'm, I just want to keep playing it I want to finish it off yeah I heard like everything I heard about that game was extremely positive but nobody would ever tell me what the gameplay mechanics were like hmm. and so I got the idea that maybe it was one of those games with minimal gameplay mechanics which I don't really have a problem with but I tend to, like, for when I'm playing a game for my own pleasure, I want something with heavy. Like, my current downtime game is fucking Shovel Knight, Plague Knight DLC, which is still nigh impossible for me. But, like, <laughs> at least it's fucking heavy duty. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's just one of those things. Like, if you miss it in the review cycle, it's like, well, I guess I might not ever make it to it now. Oh, sucks, but oh the oh the life of a games journalist. I know it's oh, so it's rough. tough. Oh, oh gosh, woe is me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of games though that are very like minimalistic, oh, yeah. uh, I played the Beginner's Guide. Oh, oh so did um, I. You played this? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, it's uh, oh, you go. Did you finish it? I did. Yeah. Okay. So this is um the Stanley Parables, uh, Davy, the creator who made that. Davy so kind of followed his mod creation and then when he moved it from a mod to a source release yep um really enjoyed that game and this is kind of very different right uh if you're expecting it to be a follow-up to that game it's it's not it's it's barely it's more of a narrative than a get than an actual game with mechanics um but in saying that i like i don't know how i feel about it it's it's super it's super fucking weird but I spent a lot of time after I finished it thinking about it. Right. Like, so that says something um, about what it does. It makes you think. And I mean, I can't, I can't really go too in depth of, of like what it's about. Because I, think, I think even if you went in depth, it wouldn't really describe what the game, what the game is. What it is. Even if you could call it a game. Uh, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. It's basically from what he tells you, it's him narrating um, a series of games that a person has created named Coda 
uh, somebody that he's apparently knows or she no one really knows uh, and it's basically him going through all these games and giving his interpretation of of the relationship between the game and the person that created it right it sounds very it academic but it's yeah. it's presented in in a really very linear but uh but very interesting fashion where you're like i i want to know where this is going and because it's present it's 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 a story but it's being told through uh, game engines and game levels that have been created by this uh, this person that that David knows. So yeah, created by Davy Reedon, who was the Stanley creator of the Stanley Parable, who used to, who lived in Melbourne for about a good year and did worked he? at the Manabar. Oh, yeah, and, did he? And yeah. worked as an enforcer. And worked as an enforcer. That's true. I felt oh, yeah, really bad cool. because before I knew anything about the Stanley Parable, he was working at the bar. He's like, "Hey, man, like I'm actually making this game." I'm like, "Oh yeah, all right. What's it about?" And he told me. I'm like, "Doesn't sound very good." <laughs> That's dumb. Amazing. <laughs> uh, but he, he's a fucking awesome dude. Very, very... Um, very smart guy. Very smart guy. And really f- super friendly. Uh, he was on, like, did stuff with um, game loading and, and all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Was, like, very prominent was, in that. Like, the problem story in that. Yeah, really yeah. Good. So, but here's, here's the question then. Uh, would you recommend this game? It's not a game. Well, like... But would you recommend? Because I got, I got, uh, I played it, and again, I don't have that much time to play games at the moment. But it was like you, I was told, like by a friend of mine who's a game developer, it's like you have to play this. My God, you have to play this. It was on my radar. I'm like, yes, yeah, Davey's new game, cool. Yeah. But like he was like, you have to play it. It's we have to talk about it afterwards. I think he just wanted me to play it so we had someone to talk, talk to about afterwards yeah. about it. And that in itself, regardless of what you thought of the game, is actually a really cool experience. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't recommend it to. I, I don't even recommend. Would you recommend it to Shobe? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no. Just because he doesn't want to talk to you, man. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> no, I mean, these 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 sessions that we you know do <laughs> once a week, where we sort of talk in intervals. Yep. Like We don't talk to each other. It's yeah. sort of like he talks and I talk and. Yeah, that's how talk. That's how conversations work. No, yes, no, no, but no, no, no. it's not too. It's just they're not even looking at they're each other right now. They're avoiding eye contact. <laughs> uh, would you recommend that I play it? Yeah. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, no. I, yeah. Maybe. I just. Don't, I, I, I think at the end of it, you're going to be like, what the "Fuck! What? Mm. What? It's not that it's a shaman like twist or anything like that. You'll just be like, I, I, I think it'll hurt you. Ah. Uh, okay. But maybe that's a good thing. Maybe, maybe you need a bit of that. Maybe I need it. Yeah. But it's the things that that happen, like, in the story, like, I, that I want to talk to someone about. The, the yeah, I mean... You can't we, hey, Luke, it's all right. We'll take this offline, man. We'll talk about this later. Yeah, yeah. Good idea. Because um, I, I really want to talk to someone about it as well. It turns out my developer mate had a very different idea about it than I did. And I'm like, yeah, but you're wrong. Uh, and so it wasn't a very good conversation afterwards. But... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because like I said, I went, I finished the game, and then it was a process of, all right, well, now that that's done, I'm going to go with the rest, see what the rest of the internet thinks, and then I spent like an hour looking at that, and then went to bed, and I'm laying in bed thinking about it, and <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, like, could it be this, this, or this, and then- You woke up the next you're morning- You're spending more time quit thinking his job. about yeah. than it's actually like playing it. My whole life. Quit yeah. his it's been a lie. Um, Sold his car. Yeah. And now he lives in a squat house down Down by the river. river. (laughs) Truths. Um, But there's, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it to many people that I know. It's very, very weird experience. Hardy. But did you enjoy Stanley Parable? Oh, yeah. Because, like I said before, we um, we we followed it as a mod. So I I think I played it as a mod and then recommended it to some of the other guys 
this is when it had like 400 downloads or something like it was very very much on top of that shit yeah we were on top of that it was one. on Desuro it was terrible it hits uh, I don't recall no okay What's it, might have, it might have been it was on Desuro it wasn't on Steam or anything it no it was no, on no. like a mod website right yeah, okay, yeah. 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 Um, and we were like there's something something here yeah uh, yeah and then uh, we, we followed it from a you know, being told that they're going to cross it across to Steam or Source. Do you think his new game actually suffers from the fact that it doesn't have a voiceover with a British accent? No, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> okay, just checking. Yeah. Just checking. I know, you do sort of need that, though. People There's some it. authority it's to just it. just him putting on a British accent. Like, Yeah, maybe. Just faking it. Yeah, Cheerio! Oh, I actually think that might be racist. <laughs> Well, I'm Irish, so... <laughs> what? Close enough. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, but what? speaking of games that maybe you would have an interest in, oh. uh, Jackbox Party Pack 2. Oh, yeah, two. Number two. Oh, my God. Continue. Yeah, so we played this on we the weekend. We played it on the weekend. Hold on. Yeah. Is it out? Yeah, it's out. It came out over the weekend, yeah. Oh! Yeah. It's good. Okay. So it's good we, uh, we have big fans of the original game. Yeah, huge fans. Uh, and then we were out drinking on Saturday. Yep. Like, oh, we should download this. So we downloaded it while we're in the park or something. He used Steam on his phone. Steam on my phone. Well, nice. Fucking internet is magic. Boom. All right. Uh, and then we got home and played some Jackbox. Yep. So what 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 are the games on the Jackbox 2? Fibbage 2? Yep. Yep. Uh, Quiplash. Quiplash. XL? Yep. Uh, What's the drawing the- one? Big, big, bigot, bigot, bid, bidiot, bidiot, bidiot. That's what it's called. Yep. Uh, a was, that, was, was that the Kickstarter one or? I'm not sure. Because they did one, one of them was a Kickstarter one. The Kickstarter. No, the, not the whole thing. They did a Kickstarter one. Uh, one particular game was Kickstarter right now. Okay, yeah. was it Quiplash? Or, I can't remember. Anyway, keep going. But uh, yeah, bidiot, and uh, there's a bomb diffusing one where, like, basically one person cuts wires and the other people tell them how to do it and shit yeah, that's fucking hilarious oh. is, it the same, is it the same setup where you can play it on your phone and yeah, your TV yeah. and everything's like yeah, all, yeah. Yeah. so it's all running off their servers like and stuff like that yeah yeah um, and yeah so that works really well there's Bomb Corp Bomb Corp and then Earwax is the Earwax last that's right the, so there's no new you don't know Jack there's no you know no Jack no okay and there's right. no drawful 2 there's no Drawful 2, even though that seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Drawful 1 is pretty fucking great. Yep. And You Don't Know Jack is pretty amazing, so... Yeah, they could be separate, although, I don't know. I don't, like, once you've played all of the You Don't Know Jack episodes, you're kind of done with them. Yeah. To be fair, yes. Um, but, you know, Cookie episodes? Masterson is they still do. in, um... Uh, what's is he in Earwax? No, he's in, um... Fuck. What's it called? The Fibbage. Fibbage, yeah. Fibbage I say, too. just between you and me... I worked very hard to potentially get Quickie Musters into packs this year. Oh, really? I was this close, this close. But there is another thing happening that I can't talk about. Oh, well, perfect. Yes. <laughs> but it happens on Friday night, actually the same time as your panel, so whatever. Perfect. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, good. I don't, so I don't actually no one don't know what time my panel is on. Can I, so. can I also just say the Jackbox games, like I love, you don't know Jack from way back in the day and everything yep. like that, but the Jackbox games thing... I play it on my Ouya. What? Yep. You still have an Ouya? Fuck yeah. <laughs> it came out in the Ouya foot. Well, Steam in the Ouya, but it came out in the Ouya first. Yeah. And yeah. Face. Still play it. Didn't Duck Game come out on the Ouya Yes, first? it did. And Towerfall. Oh, yeah. And 
other games as well. And it's just to save that platform. So uh, you, you and, the, you and six other did, people though. are really enjoying that Ouya. I fucking love the Ouya, man. Yeah. I'm an Ouya convert. People, yeah. You know what? Like, it's going to be so cheap and you should all get an Ouya. Ouya's are the best, especially Jackbox games. Because you get new, it's tiny, it's like smaller than a glass. And with Jackbox games, you're playing your mobile phone. You don't even need a fucking controller. It's the best. Yep. Brilliant. Yep. And Duck Game. And Duck Game. Yeah. Which is amazing. Still game of the year. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, no, Jackbox 2. Pretty good. Like, uh, have you? so you guys haven't played any of them yet? I haven't played Jack the Jackbox 2 one, no. Tell me more. Uh, yeah, Fibbage 2 is exactly what you expect. Uh, we didn't really play that more one. More Fibbage, no. Um, yeah. So, so just, sorry. When, sorry, when you say exactly what I expect, like... Some more of the same. So... Th- I guess this is the thing. Is there new mechanics or is there a new game or is it just more content? Uh, Fibbage 2 is just more content, uh, as far as I can tell. Yeah, seemed uh, like it. Yeah. So, it's still basically... Uh, like ridiculous questions yep. with... Made-up answers. Yeah. And- but maybe the questions are a bit more uh, relevant to the times or, or they're more up to... No? No, it uh, seemed like they kept it pretty timeless. The, uh, the okay. background with the flashing and the weird colours makes it kind of hard to read. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, no. Fibbage thing. two, not a lot of imagination going on. Okay. Um, then Still love Fibbage though. Fibbage is oh, fucking yeah. awesome. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Ewax is basically like drawful, but with sounds. Sounds, yeah. That one didn't go over so <laughs> well. Basically, it asks you like uh, to describe something, and then it'd give you like six different sound effects to choose from, and you'd have to sort of answer it with two sound effects. And that one didn't work so well. It'd be so, like, can you give us an example of that? Uh, like, yeah, what? like um, you see, you see a pretty lady walk past, and you've got like an example of like a elephant going, uh, a zipper unzipping, um, a splash in the water, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you've got to pick two things that are funny to create. Like, uh, so you pick the zipper and then the elephant noise, and everyone votes on what they think the the funniest the sound oh, oh, what no, the sorry, funniest the, sound is or the boss is yeah the how boss relevant votes, it is the to judge vote, votes on right. like one person what they think the favourite is basically. oh so that's a little bit Cards Against Humanity style yeah, sort yeah, of thing yeah, like yeah. okay but it doesn't really carry across well because there aren't a lot of different sound effects to choose from I suppose they don't like have that bigger pool I thought okay I thought earwax okay I thought yeah, there was going to be more of a Chinese whispers sort of thing or something. No. Yeah, okay. I, I actually, can I, be pretty cool. But let me let me actually just slightly derail this. There was a at I went to EB Games Expo. Oh yeah. Uh, and in the very 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 back corner, there were a couple of indie developers. Oh, the indie game section. Indie game section. Yes. And there was uh, there was one indie developer. I think they were in the AIE booth actually. That had this, and this is the thing, you find fucking gems among these guys, right? There was this one game, and I, I feel really bad because I can't remember what it was called. It's the, no, no, no. It was a, it was literally a Chinese whispers game. Oh. So it was literally like, hey, okay, so it's going to read a phrase up on the, on the, on the screen, on the iPad or whatever. Yep. And then you've got, you've got to actually say, oh no, sorry, you say something. So you, you've got like, 10 seconds to say something yep. right and you speak into the into the the 
computer or the microphone or the iPad or whatever. Yep. And then you can choose your voice synthesizer sounds or you can tweak it or whatever. And the other person has to try and guess what that was. And they have to type in what they think the sentence was. Right. So it's short and quick. It can have like multiple people. And it, was, it was Chinese whispers, but like perfect and quick and fun in a game. So that's why I thought Earwax, that yeah. to me sounded more like a... That sounds cool. Like- yeah, I know. It was really cool. Was it on display when we went by they well, seem to be rotating stuff. Really? Yeah, I mean, it, well, there wasn't many. You could have... Yeah. Didn't, wouldn't have taken you long to check out every game in the No, area. I did check out we every game. We were down game. there. Obviously the not. <laughs> look. You were too distracted by the Defence Force. Whatever. It's uh, fine. Look, I was thinking about joining. A regular paycheck, you know, get outside. Yeah. You don't have to squat anymore. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, Defence Force housing. Yeah. 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 No, it's yeah. got it all. Yeah. But uh, I decided not to. Decided to go back to being basically unemployed and uh yeah so earwax but what what are the other ones uh so then there was um bomb corp bomb corp and yeah that's the one where so everyone on there like it's got a weird narrative to it where it tells you you work for like monday sort of, yeah some sort of fucking i don't know uh it's like fucking movie with uh the dude who uh, samuel jackson Mondays and so you, I just assumed that actually. Oh, oh, space. Someone's got a case the Mondays. <laughs> yeah. So it's all very much like that, but then it uh it basically gets you to defuse these bombs and so you have to work together to defuse the bombs. So we're all playing. It's four four players only. Um Yeah, like Simon has to actually cut the wires and I have page one of the rule book. Yug has page two and Luke has page three and it'd be like Oh yeah. Oh, so okay. you can explain how to do it. Yeah, so page one is like cut all the yellow wires and um like Yug's is do not cut the third wire no matter what any other thing says. And then Luke says the first page is supposed to say green wires, not and yellow. So when wires. he says oh. that, is that the, someone else is supposed to actually do that action or yeah. Not necessarily immediately, because you've got to get all the Im- information first. Right. So, uh, yeah, you've got to basically look at the entire situation and then cut. Basically. So, you've got to decide. You've got to, you've got to decipher everyone, sort of combine yeah. them all together and go, all right, cool. So, my mission is to cut just the second just wire. The, or yeah. Like yeah. I don't mean to keep relating every game that you talk about to indie games, but did you ever play Space Team? Uh, I never have no, played. I've got it on my phone. But I'm not playing it. Yeah, I know. Same sort of concept. Okay. Yeah, I know. All right. <clears throat> we play it now. Do you want to play? We can we can play it. Uh, we can't play it right now. Right. We're gonna to have to leave in like ten minutes. So <laughs> yeah, my uh, go gets running out of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, it doesn't really matter if the, if, if the homeless people are still on our game. The, the meat is running. <laughs> it's probably not that happy. I mean, you can take the piss a little bit with Uber Exes, but I mean, we, no, man, we no, we're fun. totally we're right down. Where we're are you? Down. We're yeah, here. We're Where are you? Yeah, you're just. Like, I can you see. What, I can see you on my GPS, man. That's just I, you're right here. I'm here. <laughs> I, I got an, an Uber on Friday last week, and uh, he t- spent the entire ride telling me how he was the best driver in Sydney and why he was the best driver in Sydney. He's been doing it for 40 years, etc., etc., etc. He's been an Uber driver for 40 years. He was like a cab driver and then a hire car driver, limo driver, and then he decided to do X. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Sounds good. And then uh, I get out of the car and it, it's, it goes, uh, your fare was zero dollars. He forgot to turn on the meter. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And you were like, you're right. You are you the are fucking five, best. Man. One star. Yeah. Five stars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, I digress. The, the other ones, um, other modes. 
What's a really good one? Bidiots. Bidiots. Uh, you draw. You draw something. And uh, it tells you what you need to draw, basically. Sounds very drawful, but go on. So yeah. far. It'll be like, uh, you need to draw... I had to draw a fucking Liberace, which is a nightmare one to draw, and a hospital bed. And uh, and then everyone draws two things, and it puts them up one at a time, and you have to bid. You've got $3,000 to bid on these things. Meanwhile, you've got something like three buyers, and they will buy these paintings off you for more money depending on how much you bid so they might buy a picture of a hospital bed for three thousand seven hundred dollars and so if you can bid on a hospital bed picture for 900 bucks you make a huge profit and at the end of the the game it works out who made the most money and that's who wins and sounds really complicated i have no idea what you're saying (laughs) but in practice it's basically just the the what makes it really interesting is that it'll get me to draw a hospital bed it'll get you to draw young to draw a sick person and it'll get simon to draw an emergency room and so these are all vaguely similar things yeah. and so you're never quite sure if you're bidding on the right thing yeah but you know what you need to get you know what's worth money right for you okay meanwhile you don't know what other people what what's worth money to other people and sometimes yeah. it'll be like if you can buy me any painting by luke i will give you three thousand yeah. dollars and you're like Okay. And then other times it'll be like, Yug knows how much this painting is worth. So then I have to watch you and see how much you're bidding. And if you stop bidding, then I know I shouldn't fucking bid anymore. Yeah. All right. It's, it's a lot of mind games, but okay. there's also terrible fucking drawings. Involved, yeah. So. I feel I feel like what's taken you guys three minutes to explain would probably take 15 seconds in the intro in the game itself. No, Maybe. but it takes, Maybe. took us one round to... Yeah, yeah actually, okay. we All right. didn't really All right. get a whole game. Until- the question is, how easily can you pick it up if you're really, really drunk? <laughs> that is actually the that real is, question. That is an important and question. I think you'd probably get by with just terrible shitty drawings. At one point, uh, Luke's girlfriend's brother, Luke's girlfriend's brother, uh, was, was around. And uh, I had to buy something that he'd drawn. And uh, I nailed it. I got the $3,000 bonus because uh, I picked it because the drawing was shithouse. <laughs> and afterwards, I'm like, I could tell it was you because it looked like the scribblings of a moron. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he cocked it. He cocked it. Yeah. The, other, the other thing is that uh, the person that draws it gets to split half of the the money that you bid for it. Right. So you're also trying to bid oh, up right. the price. Yeah, so you're so, okay. up the price of your own painting. Yeah, so it might shit. stop and you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to throw another 900 bucks on top yeah. of this one because... It's very like borderline oh, yeah. capitalist kind of, oh, you yeah. know, 1% kind of game that you talk about much. here. It's like, yeah, yeah all right. That's why it's all about how to screw the other me. person over. That's why it appeals to me in my squatting apartment. Do you know, a true story is that the uh, art... Um, industry sort of thing like you know art paintings are actually the best way to counterfeit money these days how so uh because when you actually like uh, not sorry not counterfeit money money. launder Ah. money to launder money um because you know as opposed to actually putting into bank accounts or other businesses or things like that art and artwork and paintings and whatnot uh their their value is intrinsic only to the people who are actually valuing them sort of thing so there's no real world attributed value to art other than what's perceived to be their value so if you want to launder like a hundred million dollars buy a piece of artwork worth a hundred million dollars then bring that into the country or whatever country you're in and just say yeah it's just a 
fold up the hundred dollar painting I bought in the streets. Right, so I'm not carrying more than ten thousand dollars worth of goods. It's just a, yeah. it's just a painting. It's by some dude called Monarch. No one fucking knows. So anyway, there, there you go. That is good to know. There you go. Piece like, of advice, kids. Like steam hats. Steam hats, probably. Yeah. They make mad banks on yeah. steam hats. I hadn't even thought about that. Eat deep in that one. Oh, tanks. World of tanks. Same thing. I was thinking EVE Online or Second Life or all these yeah. kind of games World that have their Warcraft. own economy. World of Warcraft. I used to, uh, used to sell gold in World of Warcraft by uh, getting people to buy a shitty item. Uh, sorry, I would buy a shitty item off them for a large, large price. They'd put it up on the auction house for something <laughs> ludicrous, and uh, I'd buy it off them, and they get their cash. I'm going to admit something. Go on. I sold a uh, World of Warcraft character. Really? I did. You played World of Warcraft? This is a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time ago. Wow. Did. Yeah. Did you get much money for it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> 50 bucks and a bottle of vodka. Oh, well, you know, that's better than a It was better than nothing, yeah. yeah. I'm like, um, I'm done, I'm done. I was uh, with, a, uh, with a couple of people, so I think I was like, no, I'm done. One of my mates was like, what do you got? I'm like, I got level 50 Blood Elf or something like that. It wasn't, like, back then, they weren't, the player caps weren't that big. Shut up, man. All right, back then, back in the day. But it was like, he's like, oh, man, do you? what are you going to do with the character? I'm like, ah, no, I'm just going to leave there. He's like, can I use it? I'm like... I don't know, man. That'd be kind of weird. <laughs> He's like, "What do you What do you want for it?" I'm like, 50 bucks." He's like, "Yeah, right." I'm like, "Hold on, fifty bucks, a bottle of vodka." <laughs> you jack it. You agree to it, and then you jack it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm like, I didn't realize there was interest in it, and then once I did, I realized I undervalued it, yeah. and that he wanted it more than I had an interest in actually selling it. Right. So oh, there's supply and demand. Were you just bumping demand. it? Were you going like, okay, fifty bucks bottle of vodka and a sad wristy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there was nothing sad about it, right? <laughs> Happy endings all round. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, but uh, on that note, we've actually got to take off, guys. Thanks That's for, all right. Thanks for bringing the class of our podcast down. Yeah? We haven't mentioned sad wristies in years, <laughs> decades. <laughs> really? Like dozens. Since the last one. Yeah. Since, since last time Jay was here. Yeah. Probably. Oh, man. I don't think How is Jay? Since. I haven't seen him. I seen him. Last time he was on, I wasn't here. I like the fact that we've gone from like sad sad hand jobs. We've gone. Oh, Uh, how is Jay? Speaking of sad hand jobs, (laughs) desperately addicted to Destiny. Oh, yeah, he's got a problem. Yeah, it is a problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We should play on PS3 or uh, PS4 or. No, I play on it at the X-Bone. Like, how do you find fucking enough people for a raid? Oh man, heaps! Like lots, like. Pretty much Is all my friends other people Expo? play on the Expo? Yeah, heaps. <laughs> really? All right. We're going to leave before right. we get on in that, trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all this stuff gets into a fist well, fight. <laughs> let's take a quick break. We're back. All right. Cheers. All right. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. All right. We're back. We're back. Basketball? Um, anything else to add about the Jackbox pack? Oh, yeah. Um... I think Bidiot was my far and away favorite. Yeah. Like, by a long way. It's just a lot of fun. Um, it's... I, I think drawing stuff really works in that party environment because, I mean, it's it works on a lot of levels. There's the game itself. There's also making fun of of people's drawings and, like, and having fun with drawings them. yourself. And, yeah, the bidding stuff is, is quite good. So, yeah, I think Bidiot's my favorite. But uh, I really enjoyed... Um, I thought uh, 
fuck, I can't. I can Quiplash. never. Quiplash was a lot of fun as well because you had. I mean, I got smoked in the last couple of rounds because yeah. I think you're all too drunk to get my super wit. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's just uh, it's like Cards Against Humanity, but you get to put it together yourself. Like you get to think of something off the top of your head. Yeah, and uh, so it rests more on the strength of the questions than on the combination of the black card and white card dynamic and uh if the question is good and you can think of a funny answer then um yeah you have a lot more yeah. fun with it and uh so yeah i think quiplash is my second favorite uh the bomb one bomb corp was um surprisingly fun but you clearly it's not it's not a party game you know well it, it requires is a party multiple game, but people but it's not, not a party drinking. game yeah yeah not after a couple hours worth of drinking. exactly yeah Although, yeah, it was still pretty funny. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ewax is, I think, a waste of time. How much is it total? Uh, what did we buy for 20 bucks? I can check. I'm yeah. on the page. Nice. <laughs> um, 24 US, so like 30 bucks. Look, I think I think if you haven't got Jackbox Party 1, get that first. Because uh, it's probably on sale. Well... There's some pretty shitty games in, in one. Yeah, but it's still got Drawful, Drawful and, Jackbox, and and, uh, and call it Fibbage. Fibbage. Fibbage, and also the uh, You Don't Know Jack. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. You, you Don't Know Jack. So, it's got those three games. Uh, if that's on special, then that's probably worth it more than, I'd say, yeah, 25 bucks for Jackbox 2. But still, if you if you played and loved the first one- then um, twenty five bucks is definitely worth it for the second, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, as long as you got people to play it with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, rad China, China back to China, back to China. We transport you back to the mystical lands of China. Uh, what was I talking about? Uh, Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin. Um, no, I don't know. No. Uh, so you were doing interviews, oh, and yeah. the lady so I came over, and-, and I got the one on one interview, and that works out good. Um, so you should be able to see that on RedBull.com whenever. I don't know. I'm not sure what we're waiting on. We're either waiting on, I think, maybe approval from his agent, or it could be asset approval from the NBA, or like it's a whole fucking nightmare, basically. Steve Ballmer might, might have to sign he it. He might, yeah. Um, but so after that, we went to, um, we went basically. Wait, so what'd you ask him about? Uh, most like, because the idea was to, to get his thoughts on. Uh, video games because he does actually play video games despite what he said in the media scrum he was just yeah it was just pissy about the question um so despite that he does actually play video games and we all know he does I mean he did those ads for rage and stuff like that tiger Um, jump um yeah Uh, what tiger jump tiger jump where he jumps like over the tiger was that a rage ad yeah I don't remember tiger jump I don't remember it but anyway um You've got, uh, yeah, so he does actually play video games, and so it was uh, on point. The idea was to talk to him about video games. Um, you know, NBA and the games that are coming out this year and what it's like like playing games against a bunch of comp- ultra-competitive dudes. And apparently Josh Smith takes games very fucking seriously, which is something I didn't know, but sort of makes sense. Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Paul Pierce doesn't play games anymore but he used to love them but he can't handle more than three buttons it's because he's too busy so fucking everybody's wife isn't he what 
<laughs> what? Isn't that what he doesn't he talk shit on the court? Does he? Yeah. Oh, pretty awesome. sure. I'm sure he, he it looks like he does. Like, like he, he facially just, looks like he would. Like he just tells everybody he sleeps with their wives and That is amazing. Isn't that why someone tried to punch him? Oh, I don't know. Like Kevin Durant or someone? Spectacular. Uh, but anyway, um, so, yeah, no. So, basically, I just talked to him about, yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, he's a Red Bull athlete. Yep. So, it was sort of a synergistic uh. sort of thing. Uh, How many Red Bulls do you drink before a game? Definitely didn't ask him anything like that. No. Um, and drink Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't say that, but um, I don't. And... Uh, yeah, um, so that after that was done, I mean, I was pretty much done. I, I tried to get some, I tried to get in to talk to Jeremy Lin, uh, but that was never going to happen. You're not Chinese. I'm not Chinese. Mm. And like when the Hornets came out, so it, talked to Blake basically at the end of the uh, practice session for the Clippers. And when the Hornets came out, like everyone was available. Um, for interviews they're all just sort of standing there and the Chinese media were fucking packed in this one corner and Lin hadn't even come out yet and they were just waiting for him to come out and they wouldn't talk to anyone else because they didn't want to miss out on talking to Jeremy Lin so you were like I'm going to talk to Michael Jordan Uh, no (laughs) MJ wasn't there unfortunately Bournemouth showed up to the Clippers practice session but uh, MJ didn't show up to the uh, I could have talked to Patrick Ewing. I should have done that. Fuck hell! What an idiot! But I did talk to him. I talked to I him and Red Harper at the um at the NBA party, the launch party for. Who did, um, who did you talk to? Ron Harper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, at the launch party for the um NBA Global Games, they had that on like a rooftop on the Bund. Yeah. And so looking out over the city, it looked really pretty and all that kind of shit. And they had free drinks and. Um, I went up to Ron Harper and I said, hey, mate, it's really good to meet you. And he called me Luke Longley. Why? Because I said, mate. Ah, oh, okay. Because he's yep. Australian. And we're all, all Australians talk the same, I suppose. Um, but I didn't mind. Uh, he was a really cool guy. Uh, Patrick Ewing wasn't very talkative. Um, seemed like he wanted to be somewhere else, but I talked to him anyway, very briefly. And Wait, so what's Ron Harper doing? I'm not sure. I think he was just there. I'm trying to look. Yeah. Not sure. I have no idea. I'm why. pretty sure I've got his basketball card as well. You might. Yeah. Um, He might be working for the Clippers organization. He played for them. Yeah, I know. Uh, trying to find it. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that night um, we went out to for drinks, like, after they shut the bar down. Yeah. They shut the bar down at like midnight and we went out for drinks afterwards. Uh, caught a taxi, caught a couple of taxis actually, uh, out to somewhere, some trendy Jeremy spot. Lin's party pad. Uh, unfortunately not. No. Um, we were supposed to go to this bar that, uh, you had to go through a Coke machine to get to. It was like a speakeasy, but they shut, which isn't very speakeasy like. And, um, so instead we went to this Italian restaurant next door. Yep. We went in and they're like, we're like, look, we just, we just want drinks, um, and some food if you got it. And they're like, well, we don't have any water, but we'll see what we can do. And, uh, so we're like, okay, fair enough. And, um, so. They put on a bloody good effort. Like, beer, uh, 
this really tasty Japanese whiskey I'd never had before. Chinese. No, it was Japanese. Uh, Japanese whiskey I'd never had before. Uh, they were putting on, like, platters of spaghetti that, like, when you think about They're not doing good Chinese stuff, are they? This like, was an Italian restaurant. Yeah, but what's Japanese whiskey got to do with anything? I don't know. I, th- I think they were trying to get away from the Chinese thing. Yeah. For, for whatever reason. Everyone the real is question it. is, how did they cook spaghetti- Without water. Without water. Uh, in the Japanese whiskey. Maybe. Uh, I did. I was pretty drunk the next day, like hung over the next day. Yeah. Oh, and oh my God. Oh my God. I went to the toilet and they didn't have water. So nobody could flush. Oh. And so you used Japanese whiskey. That wouldn't have saved it. <laughs> like you go into a toilet where nobody can flush and you think this is probably going to be a fucking war zone. Yeah. And then you go in there and the insides of the bowl are covered in blood. And you're like, holy fuck. <laughs> this is a war zone. <laughs> Somebody in, the- in our party yeah, you're trying is to calculate. literally dying <laughs> right now. Someone's anus is bleeding. They are bleeding from their anus right now. Whenever they get out of their chair, you're like looking for Yeah, blood, you're like, like uh, spots? No, 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 okay. Someone was fucking straight up trying dying to calculate there. who went in before you. Please, please don't let it be the dude who cooked the spaghetti and whatever the fuck water he had. <laughs> yeah. He's out the back. My anus is on fire. Yep. It's all right. I got the spaghetti. My spoon is too big. And um, yeah, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. That was that was quite a sight. It was quite a sight, Luke. Mm. Anyway, so... um. Yeah, that made... Anyway, the next day was pretty rough. Turned out that uh, I'd been drinking with the head of NBA Asia. Yeah. Uh, and I had been quite crass around him. Yep. But he seemed to not mind these silly Aussies who were crass as fuck. Uh, and uh, and then the next day, we went to the Fan Appreciation Day, which was at a different stadium to the one we had been to. Mm. Uh, and so um, we got out. I forgot my media pass. Yep. Like an idiot. Uh, I just, I actually hadn't planned on going to it. First, we went to the Jordan 30th anniversary, uh, like, celebration. They had, like, a celebration penthouse. And then, like, and it had, like, a interactive display for his first and last shot. Yep. And then we went to the museum, which was basically, like, all his shoes that he ever wore and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you could try on the new new series of Jordans and shit like that. And they had this really cool interactive element where like they had a giant room and the floor and the walls and the roof were all LEDs. And it was a basketball hoop. And uh, as long as you're wearing Jordan shoes, you had to be wearing Air Jordans. Yep. Uh, but as long as you're wearing Jordan shoes, you could go in and replicate his first or his last shot yourself. And uh, the beauty of it was that the floor would draw like they could draw on the screen where you needed to go so to make the play happen yeah and uh then when you took the shot there was a crowd on the walls and uh they would react to whether or not you made the shot or missed the shot Hmm. and so it wound up being a very cool sort of situation uh they used the the flooring is the same flooring they used like not the same the same technology they used uh at the all-star game that's how they... It wasn't projected. It was... Uh, really? Yeah, apparently. 
It was LEDs underneath the floor. That's weird. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's how they make it all change and shit. I had no idea. Yeah. But there you go. And um, so that was cool. And uh, then we yeah went out to the fan appreciation thing. I wasn't going to go to it. But uh, we get there. Our taxi drops us off at the wrong gate. And uh, so Alice, who was with us, she brought her press pass. Yep. And uh, she's like, oh, we'll have to go around. I'm like, no, just flash it at him. We'll walk straight through. And so she flashes at him. And they're like, uh, uh Okay. Uh, please wait, wait. And I'm like, no, media, media. And they're like, oh, okay, go on. And so we wandered on through. Uh, it was the VVIP entrance that we were wandering into. Uh, so I'm like, fuck yeah, we're going to meet some celebrities. <laughs> A, there were no celebrities there that I recognize. And B, uh, it got us quite lost. And so first of all, like we weren't walking around in the belly of this fucking stadium for a while. Mm-hmm. At one point, uh, we walked up into this massive area, like probably four rows deep and like an entire section of rows wide at basically half court. Uh, And it was covered in red carpet and had this table with about 10 chairs on it. And that was the seating for the government of China. And we walked straight into it and then we're like, we should probably not be here. Mm. Like if the government of china comes out right now we probably get disappeared so we booked it out of there and then uh, we managed to find like the media room and they were doing free dinner so Bonus. we're like fuck yeah free dinner um we were the only ones there <laughs> uh, we scored as much bottles of water as we could because you always need more water uh, and then alice decided to go see about her seats uh, before we could point out that she was the only one with the media pass. So uh, she booked it and then we didn't have a media pass. And so we just sort of had to hang about. Yeah. Uh, but instead of hanging about, we went for, we went to try and work out how the fuck to get into places. Like where we could go to sit or whatever. And, uh, and <laughs> we, uh, we couldn't let any of the, because we didn't have passes. We yeah. couldn't let the security see us. Because they don't let us pass if uh, if security if we had the passes, so we had to dodge security constantly. It was like a bit of a stealth game, but we we're like ducking into doors that we probably shouldn't have been opening and going up stairways and like going through. We spent like we spent literally four minutes walking through this area in the stadium that had no lights and just row after row after row of doors. Hmm. Um, and it had like a car park on one side with all these weird cars that I think they used to drive around the fucking thing. Or Transformers. No. But uh, there were like, yeah, there were lights and shit. And it was just, it was pretty freaky dicky. And we were just, yeah, well out of our elements, just wandering around. And then eventually someone came walking past and like, I assume what they said in Chinese was, what are you doing? You're not supposed to be here. And we're like, we're lost. And they're like, okay, come this way. And we follow them back (laughs) to wherever the fuck we're supposed to be. And yeah, that was about it. And then the next day uh, was a free day. We did whatever the fuck we wanted. Uh, Eventually, we went to the game at the Mercedes-Benz Arena. Um, Is this a new... Stadium for the no, Olympics? No, no, I think or? they used it for the Olympics, yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty nice. Pretty small. Smaller than I expected. Um, and uh, we got our seats. 
and we were sitting right behind the basketball hoop. Hmm. Not great seats, but we were front row. Yeah. But yeah, right behind the seats, uh, the hoop. Yeah. And uh, Alice had uh, courtside seating as part of her media thing, but I decided to not go there because I'm like, eh, fuck it. Courtside's better. Uh, I will sit behind the hoop. <laughs> um, and so instead, we blew up the inflatable uh, clapper things. Yeah. And uh, we were the only ones trying to put people off their free throws and uh it was good fun it was good fun i think i'm i swear to god i'm pretty sure i put tyler hansborough off one of his three free throws because we like both stood up it was me and alan the pr dude uh we both stood up just as he was winding up for his free throw we stood up and started clapping our clap things and everyone else in the stadium like in China, they don't make noise during free throws. Yeah. So everyone else is silent, and then so we stand up and like cluck 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 cluck, and I'm looking straight at him, and I swear to God, our eyes met, and then he fucking bricked his free throw. <laughs> so I am 100 percent positive we put and then him off you on just that sat one. Back down after. That. Fuck yeah, we did. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I don't want to piss off Psycho T. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I so saw you at the fun. media day, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. You getting away with this shit? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so that was pretty good. Uh, the best part was the the there was like a bunch of Chinese people complaining about us. Like we could tell they were complaining. Yeah, we couldn't understand what they were saying, but we could tell they were complaining about us. Uh, and yeah, nothing they could do. So yeah, we're just you know. Ruining, ruining the game for them. Basically, it's hilarious. They were like, "Oh, Ben Affleck's fucking made it, fucking making Ben Affleck after his old tricks." And uh, <laughs> yeah, so that was good fun. And uh, then we flew home. That's it. That's the story. China. But yeah, basically, I uh, got mistaken uh, for a basketball player, and uh, that's about it. I ate some Chinese food. Didn't get to eat anything weird. Oh. We went to a Chinese restaurant and I tried to convince them. We thought we ordered Aardvark ham, uh, but further investigation, uh, it turned out to be just a charming piece of English. Um, so, yeah, just a mistake in the translation, which is disappointments. Okay. Uh, was it supposed to be like horse or beef or something? Was, like It was ham. It's like, just normal ham. Yeah. It's supposed to be aardvark. You know aardvarks? Yeah, but... Yeah. It's supposed to be made out of aardvark. But it wasn't. It was just weird. I did get some good pictures of some hilarious English, and I decided I'm going to get a new pair of shoes. Uh, and they are um, they are the, probably the CP3 shoes. They're just cool shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rad. Uh, hang on one second. Are you getting them? I think you showed me these. No, no, I'm going to show you the... I'm just going to read out the description. Oh, the, the English. Yes, here we go. Uh, halogen, 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 marinated egg, fish, chicken, beef. Yellow. Was one one uh, dish oh. on offer. Okay. I thought you were talking about shoes. No, no, no. This is one dish that they were offering. Halogen, 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 marinated egg, fish, chicken, beef. Do these have, like, exclamation marks? No. They do have weird placements of capital letters, though. Okay. And the other, my other favorite was, um, 
Buddhist vegetarian duck. Mm. That one takes some thinking because I don't know how Buddhist vegetarian food. Maybe they only duck eat in it, duck. They don't eat anything, any food rather, any meat rather. Uh, Except duck. There's something else that. Oh, on our first day there, I forgot. I nearly forgot. We went to Ajisen Ramen, which is Japanese food, which I wasn't very happy about, but we went there anyway. Yep. Uh, and uh, and I got the spicy, the chili beef ramen. Yeah. Was this on like a TV show or something? Uh, no. Why? Okay. What? I don't know. Okay. Uh, and um, and we're eating it, and uh, I splashed some chili in one of, in my left eye oh. but I managed to close my eye just in time yeah and so it burned but and, and I was blind for like 10 seconds and it sucked uh, but then I was okay yep and then I splashed chili in the other eye and I did not close my eye in time Ooh. and chili went straight in my fucking eyeball <laughs> yeah and I stood up I stood up in the middle of this restaurant <laughs> screaming and I yelled uh, at the top of my lungs and um, apparently nobody reacted because nah, no one knows over there yeah I suppose uh, and then I was pouring around trying to find some napkins to wipe my face uh, Alice and Alan didn't move they laughed they just laughed at me which I think you know really speaks to their yeah uh, capacity as psychopaths uh, and uh, while I was pouring around for like anything I managed to hit my spoon from my ramen and splash that shit everywhere all over the floor. That was pretty good. And then I just sort of stood in the middle of the thing until someone came and helped me to go find a fucking tap to wash my fucking face. Yeah, I need you to pee in my eye to get rid of the sting. That's for jellyfishes, oh, okay. not for chilies. But good thinking, good thinking. Uh, yeah, so anyway, um, yeah. Or you just start getting it out there and just do it yourself. Fuck it. Right, I'll just, my I'll just do it myself. Oh, it. Do What's this. he doing? <laughs> and yeah, so that was pretty funny though. Um, I mean, funny. It wasn't very funny for me, but I assume it was funny for others. Anyway, so yeah. China. Cool. China. China done. Cool. Yep. Sounds all right. That's good. Um, what else should we talk about then? Z-Town. Do you want to leave that till the end? All right, let's leave There's that. There's more fucking games here. Okay, go on. Jeez. Go on, then. The Battlefront beta. Oh, shit. Did we talk about this? I don't think we did. Uh, I don't think so. Anyway, so this came out, um, what, two weeks ago? Yep. Over the weekends. Well, they extended it, didn't they? A couple of days. That's what they do. To try and pretend like they're doing things to the people. Yeah. Like we true. doing you a favor. We extended it. Yeah, yeah. So, so this was the um, basically the mode you played, right? When you were in Sweden. Uh, I don't know. Did they extend it? Well, they extended it, yeah. They extended the, the whole thing? Yeah, the so modes. these are all the modes that I played. Yeah, Walker Assaults, Drop Zone, and Survival. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we haven't played it. We haven't talked about it since you played it, right? No, I, I played it. Yep. Um, it's all right. It's all right. What's not to like? It's it got sounds pro- awesome. It's got problems. The sound is awesome. Sounds great. Uh, the graphics cut, are quite good. Graphics good. Yeah, sure. All that things are good. But the gameplay in that Walker Assault mission What's has the issues. Tell us. Uh, well, the, the spawning system's fucked on it. 
What's wrong with it? Um, basically, like, you'll just have... Like, in a Battlefield game, normally it's like, all right, I'm in this area and it'll spawn me somewhere. Like, And it's usually somewhere that you're either on a partner or in an area of the map where there's no one else. Yep. Um, where in this case, it's like, because it's in sections, you're spawning usually in a particular location, either that that or on a partner. Um, and if you you don't have a choice to spawn on the partner, it just puts you in this spot. And multiple games, even like games where I would just uh, be on the other team, I could like in the on the Rebels, for instance. Um, sorry, not the Rebels, the the Empire. Yeah, you could just sort of camp a location, right? Get in behind just, where they spawned. Yeah, get yep. in behind where they spawned because you hadn't your walkers had not reached that point yet. Yep, and just sit there and camp their spawn. Yep. And just fucking smash dudes mm-hmm. or the other way around. Um, and there were multiple multiple games where I would see, like, there would be, like, th- obviously a group of guys that were together, like three or four people sitting up on a hill behind the spawn area and just smashing dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think they need to f- do something with that, either put more spawn areas in or, you know, figure some way of doing that. Um, the card system of, like, giving you perks is a bit still iffy it's kind of not like easy to tell what you're going to pick up or what you like what sort of power up you're going to get oh you mean the power up system yeah because if you're like all right like in battlefield for instance say you're a type of person all right i'm really good in jets or helicopters or like a specific specific type of vehicle you can kind of see that vehicle there and go all right i'm gonna go jump in it because that's my thing. I do I do jets or I do tanks. Whereas in this case, it's like you run over the power up. It's like, all right, well, now I'm in an X-Wing. Or no, no. What fire. are you talking about? What? Yeah, no, that shit, that, you're way off on that. Why? The power ups for vehicles all very clearly define what vehicle you're going to be in. Really? Yeah. It takes a fucking, like, you got to be right up on it to tell. No way. They, I, they're I all the same it. little. I could do it from fucking ages away. Really? Yeah, man. They yeah. all look the fucking same to me. Nah. They're all this blue little icon. They all look like some spinning thing. And by the time I get up there, I'm just... I didn't play many games this. Mm. Only because, like, just... Eh, it's got problems. It's got issues. Well, yeah, no, you're definitely wrong on that count. Uh, ATAT, uh, ATSTs look like ATSTs. X-Wings look like the letter H. Um, yeah. TIE Interceptors. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. Uh TIE fighters look like the letter H. Yeah. Uh, TIE interceptors look like weird little Ws, I guess. Wu-Tang Clan Ws. Um, yeah, no, they all look very different. Um, the power-ups, the regular power-ups. Oh, the random ones. Yeah, that okay. that is difficult. I, I agree with you on that point. Okay, well, maybe You should be able the- to deliberately tell what you're going to pick up. Because yeah. it sucks when you're thinking, okay, there's an ATST. I'm going to go get this power-up. Fuck, I hope it's got a smart missile in it yeah without knowing like if it get if it winds up being a fucking proximity mine you're just fucked okay especially if you jump out of cover to get it you're just fucked all right well i actually never got a vehicle when i played oh so that would be why i thought it was like that Uh uh-huh um the only time i've played a vehicle would be in the the ebx but when i got in a walker and it spawned me nowhere near the action um but otherwise yeah, that sort of stuff I think is it needs to be looked at. Um, the yeah, and, and just like the the telling you like what you're supposed to be doing in that mode, like 
yep. is complicated. Like I saw on Reddit, someone posted a fucking. It was like a, a like it's two sheet or something of like here is the explanation of this game mode. And then I read that, I was like, oh okay, that makes fucking sense now. It's nowhere near that complicated. I don't understand. It's rush mode. Yeah, but that's like, well, you got to capture these points, and if you capture them for a certain amount of time, then the ad- that adds, like, a Y-wing bo- bomber to the run. Yep. And then at the end of the run, like, the Y-wing bomber attacks. So, yeah, I had no fucking idea that's what was happening. I thought that would just, like, you would cap two spots, and then that would cause your your bombing wrong to start, and then that never worked. And I was like, I just couldn't understand what the fuck yeah, was no, going on. Yeah, no, definitely not communicated well, but... Yeah, like, even after watching that video at the thing, nobody knew. Everybody walked away. Most people walked away. You obviously didn't, but, like, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Um, but just shit like that. And then things where uh, fucking, like, the hero system with Darth Vader and, and Luke, um, some things like being able to just one-kill you or, like, you could just be in an... Uh, uh, I guess an X-Wing or a TIE fighter and just fucking ram your vehicle into the dude and just that'll just one-shot them. No. I've seen that happen so many times. Only if they're already on like half health. Really? A ram only does about 50%. Yeah, but that's a decent amount of health. Like you two vehicles and they're down. Sure, but then you've There's got to no be vehicles. an easy way to, to stop that sort of thing, right? Otherwise, it just becomes a mission of just fucking run into them. They're one-hit kill machines. Hmm. And they can't be killed if they're holding a right mouse button, except but by grenades. But how much grenades. is a TIE fighter worth? Not much. Yeah, they're like worth shitloads. No. I'd take out a Luke Skywalker with a TIE fighter. Oh, fuck yeah. But, like, from a monetary perspective, sure. But from a like from the perspective of actually winning a fucking match, that's not worth it. Fuck no, that, that's not worth it. Yeah. Because your TIE fighters need to be up to stop the fucking... X-Wings from destroying your ATSDs because if your ATSDs are up then you are going to win. Yeah. Like it's it's more a case of yeah, like priority management, right? But yeah, no, I totally see. Like for the Empire, an X-Wing like taking out an X-Wing by kamikazing as your tie fighter, that that is a fucking worthwhile. That will make your team win. Doing that will make your team win. Mm-hmm. And that is fucking horseshit. They need to do something about that fucking pronto. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how they do that. Like, ramming is always been a viable tactic. Yeah, and that was different to when we played in at EB Expo. Like, there was no... The collision was pretty much non-existent yeah. in that one. Yep. Uh, so, they're obviously still changing things. But, yeah. Um, like, I don't know. Just the, the card system still... Like, I have this weird feeling that they're going to put some sort of microtransaction thing in there it's just that's what it feels like well because they've got this currency system in there according to GameSpot yeah there are no microtransactions sure thing but according to an interview on Games on Net that you did by Australia's greatest game reviewer the world's greatest game reviewer even Mm. uh, yeah there actually might be microtransactions Mm. that completely makes sense because of the the money system they've got in there yeah, they just, like, the way GameSpot asked the question was just well off. Mm. Like, they just, it was too easy for them to categorically say, no, we will not be doing microtransactions unsaid in that manner. You know, like, just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. No, I guarantee you there are, you can buy card packs or something like that later on in this fucking game's life cycle. Yep. 
that definitely happens. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, other than that, like, it's it's still... Oh, it I looks had, gorgeous. It sounds gorgeous. It. Uh, I definitely... I, I can see myself playing more Final Squadron than anything until I get my hands on the Conquest replacement mode, whatever the fuck it's called. Because I'll probably play a lot of Conquest, whatever yeah. it's called. Like, that's basically all I ever play in. Well, they've got Fighter Squadron at EB Expo uh, or something? PAX Australia. Sorry, PAX, yeah. Yes, yes, apparently they do. And I am very much about that life. I want to see that shit. I'm in it. Yeah. Yeah. Rad. Cool. I uh, played some Soma. Oh, you played Pretty some. Cool. close to... Uh, towards the end. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you're much further than me then. About six hours in. Okay, yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, it's, it's good. I like it. It's, yeah, it uh, I don't know if we explain what it is, but we'll just, we just have, catch yeah. people up. Um, it's this game where you start off and you're playing this guy named Simon who has been in an accident, car accident, who's got some sort of brain damage. He goes off to see a doctor, um, a doctor who's kind of into running these weird tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, you strap yourself into this machine and then all of a sudden you wake up and... It's sometime in the distant future. Mm-hmm. And that's where things go a bit crazy. Yep. It's kind of just trying to figure out what happens from then on. Um, very like... Mm, very like... Uh, I don't know. What was the last game they did? Amnesia. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's it's like similar that to that game in terms of the horror aspects. More the survival aspects of it. So you're, I don't think it's very scary right. at all. Um, but the avoiding the enemies in that game is like a thing where you would run and either get your torch out and try and make more light to get away from guys or just run around and hide. Whereas in this game, it's more just trying to avoid the enemies and not be seen. I thought I'd like, I think that's where the Bioshock comparison comes in because the, well, the theme is very Bioshock. And the, big guys lumber around like big daddies they do they alert in much the same way yeah they do but in those games like you had a way of dealing with them right like you could just mow them down if you wanted to yeah whereas in this game that you don't shoot there's no shooting yeah uh it is just a like run game and hide Mm -hmm. um the other thing is that you're given a warning when they're nearby so the screen kind of goes all fuzzy or like staticky. Um, so if something is near you, you know that it's coming, and it kind of, for me anyway, it takes away that yep. like horror aspect of it. Like it's still, it's more like suspenseful for me. Yeah. Like I know that there's something nearby. I just don't know when it's going to pop up, and then if it does, I was kind of expecting it to, uh, rather than just fucking like it's not a jump scare game. No. Yeah. Um, which I'm okay with because sometimes like jump scare games or even movies, that shit gets old when I mean, it gets old really quickly, mm-hmm. especially when they're using the same sort of tactics over and over again. Yeah. Um, so that game, sorry, this game does not do that at all. It's very sp- suspenseful mm-hmm. uh, and it's very much story driven. Uh, the, the things I spoke about when you kind of first brought up the game in terms of like the backtracking stuff, I'd heard it, it did a lot of that. Yep. I haven't really found much of that. Okay. So, I mean, once or twice you've had to go and do that, but otherwise, um, you know, the the, I, the thing that, like, I heard was that you would get lost. Right. Yeah. And I have not 
gotten to a point where like I have no fucking idea where I'm supposed to go. Yeah. Like that hasn't happened. Uh, I've pretty clearly known. I've got to go do this thing and and whatever. There's this puzzle element, and I've got to uh, go find this you know chip and then come back here and then do the next part. Mm-hmm. Like that's all been pretty clear. Um. Except they don't really give you an objective system. It's kind of just it's more narrative objectives. So you go back to certain parts and they'll if you're not sure you can always find out that information again they'll tell you um but otherwise yeah i'm really enjoying it i'm keen to kind of see where the story was going i picked out a couple of things that were happening but they they seem quite obvious um but yeah i'm curious to see if they go in a direction of where i think they are um and if they kind of avoid those expectations do something different i'll be pretty happy with that um, cause I don't want them to really play to those kind of tropes and like, I want to see something different happen. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise it's, I think it's quite a good, good game. I enjoyed it. Did you ever get back to it at all or? Not yet. Yeah. I've been um, fucking swamped <clears throat> since I got back, but yeah. Yeah. That's kind of been the game that I've been like every, I've got an hour to play or something. I'll jump in. Yeah. Cool. Um, because I kind of know like where I'm at, what I'm supposed to do in this objective part and mm-hmm. jump in there and do it. And the, um, yeah, I, I don't know if there's any much more I can say about like things I don't like because it's, it's pretty much, yeah, in, like the, well, I like the story stuff's all good. Yep. It's just the, um, some of like the mechanics in terms of what's happening with the enemies, like they do different things. One of them can't see. So if you move quickly they'll um they'll hear you or you've got to throw objects away to kind of uh make noise um because this whole physics system thing happening yep just weird things like that but they do good jobs of like all right here's this moment and you just have to run and that's part of like the i guess the cinematic but it's not in the cinematic it's it's put you in the control of it right which i thought was quite smart some of the times yeah but yeah, it's good. Sounds better I'm- than another game I've played. Halo. Halo. We did talk about that, didn't we? Briefly. Briefly. I want to go into it more. Yeah, we can go into it if you want. Sure. Is that a fine segue or do you have more to say about Soma? No, not really. Yeah. Um, I think it's good. Yep. Cool. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. Um. Okay. So, Halo, right? I don't understand, man. I do not understand how we've come to a point where all Halo is doing is shooting. The same thing? It's not even running and gunning, you know? Like, it is literally just you shooting things. You shoot something, you move to a new area that is clearly set up for shooting more things you shoot those things and then you move to the next area it's not open it's not anything like small arenas yeah they're, they're these small arenas where yeah you literally just move from place to place murdering everything you can and i mean yeah they've got this storyline with like uh nathan Spine lock and nathan fillion and yeah all that you know it's semi-cool or whatever the fuck like Spartan lock is the dude from uh the tv series that nobody ever watched no and um no idea and master chief's in it of course but i mean i i gotta be honest 
from the parts that I can talk about. Ooh. I think it's important that this game gets slammed. It's not going to. I know. But I think it's important that it does. Yeah. Like, bear in mind that I haven't played any of the multiplayer yet, and I am still extremely excited for the multiplayer. Yeah, the bits we played were pretty good. They were. Like, everything I've played in the multiplayer is actually really cool. Um, so, yeah, bear in mind that, yeah, multiplayer notwithstanding, this game... Uh, it's not good. Like, it's not from what what I can talk about. It's not doing anything it's, innovative or... It's not doing anything innovative, but it's it's not doing the things that it's... It's not doing the things that everyone has done. It's not doing those things particularly well. Hmm. And, like, it refuses to do anything more than the bare minimum. And I am tired of watching cool cutscenes of baller are seven foot tall like super soldiers do rad shit only for me to then walk forward and shoot everything yeah like that's horseshit if dead space can make me jump from one space station to another like fucking star trek movie <laughs> right as infuriating if infuriating as it is when you fail that is still a fucking memorable moment in a video game yeah. All the memorable moments in the parts of Halo 5 that I can talk about are contained within cutscenes. And that's just not acceptable. This It's like Hitman again, all over again, where all the assassinations were relegated to cutscenes. Yeah. It's just bullshit. It shouldn't be that way. And one other thing, if I have to kill everything in an area before I move on, right which is still the case in Halo 5, all the parts that I can talk about anyway. Yep, first three levels. Yes. Uh, for the purposes of, of uh, you know, all, uh, all this conversation, I'm only talking about the first three levels, and this is a preview of the game. Uh, the review will be out next Monday on Games on Net, um, and this is just a preview, but if I have to kill every single fucking thing in a level, right... And for the first time ever, I don't kill a grunt first. Uh, like, I miss one of the grunts. Okay, nothing makes me feel like more of a hulking psychopath mm. than to walk up to that grunt and he drops his gun and then he runs away screaming and I have no choice but to bullet- put a bullet in the back of his head execution style. That is fucked up. Because he goes, ah, no, I don't want to die. And then you blow his fucking brains out. Despite the fact that he's no longer a combatant. Yeah. That's fucked up. That is super fucked up. Like- Rules of engagement. Fucking hell, man. Like, it's just messed up. But you have to do it because if you don't kill him, you can't move on. Mm. And that's terrible for the game. It reduces- It reduces- Like, it reduces them to, like, tokens- that you need to slot through so the turnstile will move. Yeah. That's fucking stupid game design. I can't stand it. Anyway. <laughs> um, stay tuned for the next week when I've got the full review. Uh, it's going to be a fucking doozy. I've started writing it. I finished the game. Uh, I have only been talking about the first three levels, though. Uh, I finished the game. 
And uh, I'm 1,300 words into my review of the single player only so far. You going to do a video? Uh, I am going to do a video. <laughs> oh, I love the video. Oh, my gosh. Well. It's going to be good. Um, but, yeah. Anyway. You put a score on your video? No. They don't use scores on games on that. No, but on your video. Ah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. The Job scoring system. 343 out of 343. That's yeah. what I scored the multiplayer of Master Chief Collection. Yeah. Yeah. So, is your review going to be... Uh, single player and multiplayer or like apparently it's just single player just single player they don't care about multiplayer Uh, at gone apparently I would prefer I might just do a separate multiplayer one because I really want to talk about it I think it's very interesting give that a 10 we're talking about (laughs) well we'll see depends (laughs) on whether or not it works I mean Master Chief Collection barely worked so we'll see if the servers are up in time yep anyway what else we got Uh, we'll play some Rock Band 4 oh yeah hang on I've got a whiz all right, let's have a break. We're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, Rock Band Rock Band 4. 4. Yeah, so we played this... Um, Shit, yes. the week it came out, huh? The week before it came out. Oh. Because we got it from... Uh, direct from the Americas. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, sorry. It came out here. Yes. Yep. Which caused us a couple of issues. Uh, isn't it still an issue? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, what do you think? Uh, it's not very good. Not very good, huh? No. It's, um, well. I know you've been having problems calibrating it. Yeah. So, to start with, like, Rock Band has been, like, one of those, like, that was a game of the year for me. Yep. Like, I think Rock Band 2 or something like that. It's definitely, like, game of the year. Yeah. Um, like, this really iconic moment in video games where fucking plastic instruments were in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was supposed to be, like, the the return of that. Yeah. Except this seems more like a return of, we're running out of money. We need money. Oh, shit. Help. Yeah. So, they've, they've thrown this game out there. It doesn't have anywhere near the features that Rock Band 3 had. Right. Um, you know, it's missing instruments that aren't on the last one. Yep. It's mis- missing gameplay features. Um, the the Rock, Rock Band DLC library is not complete. Isn't it? No. Oh. Uh, they couldn't get all the licensing redone, so there's holes in that. Right. Um, but... What they have added is the ability for you to play that game now on current gen systems. Yeah. And that's more what it feels like is a, like the people that had this game before, you can now bring your um, old stuff across and play it on here. But that's pretty much all it is. It's like, it's like the karaoke machine basically, mm-hmm. but with, um, but with the same stuff as like two or three generations of the game ago. Um, the only thing I could say that they added in this game would be the solo stuff. Yep. Um, which goes across the uh, guitar. Lead guitar. Lead guitar. I don't think it goes on the bass. I don't think so. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Um, but there's also drum stuff. All right. And I think vocal, vocal solos as well. Sort of. Because we didn't play with that though, did we? Uh, yeah, I did. I did oh, a couple. Did. And okay. it's, it's sort of like that, but. Yeah. So the guitar stuff is actually fucking really cool. Yep. Um, I think. Sort of. It's- uh, I'm not a pro guitar person. Like, I yeah. don't know how that affects the game in terms of scoring system, but as a casual player, it seems really cool. Yep. Um, so, it's basically like it gives you your your runway 
and it's split in two colors, blue and red, mm-hmm. uh, which signifies the top frets for the blue side or the bottom frets for the uh, orange side. And then depending on what color combinations you get signifies what you probably should be playing, which will make it sound good. Mm-hmm. And then in between that, in certain moments it'll give you timing so this might be like a four beat or an eight beat and it'll tell you how quickly you should be playing or how slowly you should be playing and then you combine that with the colors and then you kind of get an idea of where you should have your hands and how quickly you should be going um but what it does is it makes it you can just basically wail on anything and it'll make it sound kind of cool mm-hmm. um yeah it's which pretty kind good. of happens yeah when we were playing yeah it was like holy like to the point where I was getting distracted playing a different instrument because like that sounds amazing whatever's going on over there <laughs> what the fuck is happening yeah 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 it was pretty good um the drum stuff I there are apparently drum solos that are new but I haven't seen any like I've seen some of the old solo stuff because hmm. drum solos were in the last game oh okay uh but they weren't necessarily like well, there was two types of solos. There was a section where you could kind of play your own bit. And at the end, you would hit the uh, symbol, the green symbol, and that would trigger your power-up. But there were also, like, a drum solo section where it's just me playing and I hit what it's telling me to hit. Right. Um, so, from what I've read, there is... They made changes to the solo section, but I haven't seen how that works. Okay. From what I can tell, there's that... There's that... Uh, like moment where it's like all right you got to hit these buttons and then the green thing will trigger your power up but where it used to be you can hit anything there's now notes in there okay but it seems like if i don't hit that note i lose my multiplier so i don't understand how that works yet it's kind of i haven't really played around with it much right okay yeah but the calibration system like it's inexcusable that they're five or six games in whatever and they're still using the same calibration system that they have from the first game. Uh, the only difference is now that they've got this uh, light and sound recognition built into the guitar. Yeah. So you hold the guitar up to the speaker. It recognizes the beeps or the flashes from the TV. Mm-hmm. And that calibrates it for you. But it still doesn't fucking work. Yeah. So, uh, and it's not like, oh, this is me that's, I, I don't know what it's doing. Like, I go onto the Rock Band Reddit page or the forums and people having the same problems. They're like, oh, don't use that shit. This is how you should do it. Like, there's YouTube videos of people being like, this is how you should calibrate it. Uh, you know, turn your audio system off, only look at it visually, and then turn your audio system off, on, uh, close your eyes, have someone else in the room, like, watch you play it, you see if you're in type. Like, you shouldn't have to do that fucking shit. A- anyway. So, it's it's pretty, like, when you're playing on an easy mode of that game, like an easy, medium, hard, you can get away with that shit. But once you start playing on expert or yeah. or pro, ex, or in case of the drums, like pro drums, where it's got, you're now hitting eight things instead of four, yep. like, that can get really frustrating when you think you're hitting the right things, but you're out of time because the calibration's off. Yep. Um, because you're, you know, half a second it's or not, a second it's behind. It's not my fucking tempo. It's not your tempo. Yep. So, yeah, like, I never had that problem with um, the original Rock Band. It's just when they started adding in extra features, like yep. surround sound or the way um, the game t- did certain things is where it started to really get out of... Like, it just adds more lag to the game. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Or as technology evolves you know you're now now you're using uh 
different types of inputs to the devices like that just starts adding more and more lag mm-hmm. um so like rather than me spending two hours playing the game i've got to sit there and watch youtube videos on how i should calibrate it properly yeah and i'm now investing all this time into trying to get it to work to a satisfactory point on that difficulty rather than just playing the game mm-hmm. and that you know if you don't get it right then it just ruins that experience for you um but yeah, otherwise, like I've got it to a point where I'm sort of happy with it. It's not perfect, but it's playable, mm-hmm. um, which is good. And yeah, just the for me, the features are, are, are like just the things that are missing in that game. So one of the things that I really liked about Rock Band, uh, the first and the second one, was that they had this like career progression where you would play you would start at like the top, you'd work your way through from the difficulty, like the easy songs, and kind of work your way. Um, with the career now and they've done this for like the last two games I think they send you on this road trip and you're in your band and they'll give you like um, like challenges or set lists so this time you know you get to pick two songs or uh, you know as a band you vote on which songs you want to you want to play or this time I'm going to choose two songs and you get to this stage where alright well I'm I'm kind of just choosing either the same songs over and over again or it's giving me the same songs you're not really making any progression Hmm. and then uh, to add to that when it's giving you the choice of making like oh i'm gonna pick this song or that song it doesn't tell you what the difficulty is on those songs it just gives you like this is the name of the song which one or here's four songs which one would you like to play yeah and so you've got no indication of like holy fuck are these hard songs are they they not hard songs because some uh, sometimes they've I think they've been throwing DLC songs in there as well for me. Okay, cool. So, that's kind of really annoying. Or, like, which songs have I played before? Because I don't want to play the same song. I'd rather try something different. Because I've, I've played some music in there that I've never heard of before. But after playing, I'm like, that was a really cool song to play. That was a lot of fun. Um, so, I like to go... And basically, what that means is that I'm now avoiding the... the uh, career section I've just gone back to into quick play and just yeah. going through each one because right that other thing is just fucking useless yep. yeah um, but otherwise like we had a nightmare trying to get the songs across yeah because we were playing before the game was out in Australia so we were on the EU store European mm-hmm. and not all the songs were well the Australian store wasn't up at that that time yeah no. so we had to go find my old uh, PlayStation america account yep because rock band one and two weren't well rock band one was released in australia a bit a year after it came out Mm -hmm. but i imported that and then rock band two never came out so i had songs on there from my dlc that i'd bought on the u.s account we wanted to transfer them across Mm -hmm. and we also just wanted to buy some songs yep that was a bit of a, a nightmare um there was no easy way to go in there and be like all right i want to grab all my existing songs and download them we had to go through the library one by one find out what we purchased previously and then go in and then re-download it again yeah which took fucking it was a massive pain in the ass ages like it's cool that you can go and download those songs again but to do it is a huge pain in the ass uh, maybe they made it that way so they don't have to pay more licensing fees for fucking like, I don't know it's I just know. Yeah. super annoying um yep but before that like I'd been playing I uh, played a bit of guitar that's fun like um sorry after you guys 
kind of after I was like, I don't want to fucking calibrate this. I played a bit of guitar. That was really cool. Yep. Um, Done some singing. I didn't do any singing. Did you do singing? I did sing when we played. Yeah. Yeah. Singing is still good fun. Um, They've got expert level singing now. Which is the solo stuff, right? Uh, It's sort of... uh, You're supposed to, like... According to the game, it tells you that you now sing... uh, It gives you, like, different pitch and different notes to sing in. Yep. But it's still in basically the same structure. So, it'll be in a different key. I I don't fucking know music lingo, but... um, yeah if it was in like one key you now have to sing it like a bit lower or a bit higher or something and that's an interesting challenge but um i actually didn't find it that much more difficult yep um i still i think i slipped on one song that we did i can't remember which one it was but i didn't know the song very well and i probably would have done pretty poorly regardless because mm-hmm. if you don't know the words, then it can be difficult to keep up when you're trying to read the words. But um, no, I still fucking I killed it on. I mean, yeah, uh, short skirt and a long jacket by Cake. Yeah, that's a fucking easy one to sing no matter <laughs> what because it's monotone as fuck. But I did um, Meatloaf. Shit, that was a pain. That was rough, man. That yeah, was on rough. drums it was. I'm going to have to turn it back. Well, I had to sing Meatloaf's section and What's-Her-Face's section. Both of them, uh, yeah. It's, it's a duet. Yeah. Well, all his best ones are. Yeah. Um, it's... Um, Paradise. Yes. On the dashboard. By the dashboard light, yes. Um, and, yeah, no, that was a fucking... It was good fun, I mean, but I think I dropped to, like, 85% or some shit. Mm. bit disappointing. I just... I there's an entire section of that movie I just fucking don't remember <laughs> uh, not movie song that I just don't remember but um, yeah anyway um, but no I, you know singing is still good fun uh, guitar is good fun the solo stuff makes it makes you feel like you're a proper badass mm-hmm. um, I'm still and will forever be shithouse at drums yeah that's about it yeah yep um, your bass guitar dongle shit its pants while we're oh, playing yeah. that was so like the, the good thing is that they've got like all the old instruments from guitar hero and rock bands and even some of the third party um like logitech ones i think they, yep. they've tried to bring all them across so that's good but we were using a guitar hero uh two yeah two or three i'm not sure yeah might have been world tour even yeah whatever that one was uh we were using a guitar for that and the dongle halfway through we were playing we stopped to download all these songs and we got back into downloading it the dongle fucking died on us hilarious it just stopped working it was such perfect timing yeah oh my god holy shit yeah anyway because we were thinking the the guitar broke and then we realized that the light was off on the dongle yep i didn't have any other guitars no so and i threw all mine out yeah Job threw all his out so that was fun classic uh but i was just looking at the reddit rock band page and the top post for today was a calibration video wow so still popular yeah yeah alright anyway. anyway so yeah like I can't I don't know if I can re- for that price tag even like if you've got that game on um the old systems and it still works like it's hard to recommend that yeah unless you want to fork out um 
you know, and ask for new for instruments it. and that sort of thing. That, yep. yeah, it's hard to do that. But if you've got all the instruments still lying around and you want to upgrade it to the new platform, then it gives you something to play on for 80 bucks right. or however much it's worth here. But in saying that, I've heard that it's pretty hard to get here in Australia, that game at the moment. Right, yeah. Obviously, it got delayed like a couple Probably of times. Probably better off just plugging in PlayStation 3 back in. Yeah, I heard, I heard that the even the standalone pack, like they people aren't selling it. Right. Um, so. Fair enough. It didn't review very well either. Yeah. From what I understand. Like same, I haven't read them, but not great reviews. I'm going to guess the same reasons that I've given it's not, like yeah. it doesn't do anything. I new. mean, the basic song selection is pretty shit house as well. Yeah, they're not great. No. Um, and like I was looking at Guitar Heroes like, today. Uh, like, um, hey. There's yeah, some Queen songs yeah, on there. Or do we buy them? Yeah. Uh, we bought them. We bought that as well. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I was looking at the Activision's Guitar Hero songs and they seem pretty good. Right. And people aren't happy with it though. Oh, really? Why? Uh-huh. As soon as you mess up, the crowd starts booing at you. Yeah. And so though, like some people I've talked to have been saying that it just feels like it's a game. It's like cyber bullying the game. <laughs> Like, the moment you do anything wrong at all, it just starts getting into you about it. And it takes ages to get the crowd back on your side again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still, like, keen to see what those guys do. Because I thought what Freestyle did with, uh, not Guitar Hero, DJ uh, DJ Hero, that was awesome. Uh, And at least they're trying to do something different here. A game with just guitars that bears holds literally no interest to me. Mm. I'd be honest. Like, if if there's not drums if there's not singing I don't care yeah and the highway to me is really like the black and white thing yeah. it's really hard to see um yep so I, I don't know at least yep. it's cheaper than a true. lot cheaper That's than true. what the other one's going for anyway That's next out next week right I think I don't know yeah uh next up I played some Starcraft 2 oh right you went to a thing right yeah Archon mode I went and visited Blizzard yep they were showing off their new Legacy the Void mode in uh-huh. Archon, which is basically uh, like a 2v2 situation or even more than that. But allows you to team up with another person yep. and control the one team. So there's kind of two situations you can go with that. You can either have two pros that are really good at the game. Maybe you're good at like macro in units and I'm good at micro in units. You can kind of use your strengths to kind of make a super team right or like you know someone might be good at not good at certain things but you might be good at the other yeah um kind of balance things out like maybe i'll look after controlling uh our resources and managing building and you'll be out there controlling units and making them go out and do shit Mm -hmm. um so you can kind of do that or or you can use it like a teaching tool like you might be good at the game and i've never played it before like what do i do um, so there's kind of two ways you can approach that. Anyway, so we played uh, this Archon mode with a bunch of other journos. It was like three people from GameSpot. Um, Daniel Wilkes from PC PowerPlay Hyper. Yep. Um, two pros, which was Pig and iGuz, who were two very good professional players. Like, if you know anything about StarCraft there's not many people that you'll hear in terms of names some of those guys and like Moonglade are the big names in Australia mm-hmm. very good 
like their top 100 plays I think at the moment those, right, yeah. um, those two were anyway I guys is kind of still playing um, whereas Pig's sort of going into more the esports side My these days he's been playing for a while he's getting old he's like 26 oh, yeah. yeah yeah and then there was who else was there um, oh Elliot uh, Mr. Muzelk yep YouTube fame uh, showed mm-hmm. up a bit later on right but so I uh, I teamed up with another guy no idea who he was uh, and then next to me it was uh, Jess from GameSpot and the Pro okay. they teamed up so we were doing from the start yep uh, we were both Terran both Terran the teams basically he stood up got things initiated and then disappeared for 10 minutes while he went and did interviews and shit and then came back and then cleaned us all up. Right. So, went well. Nice. Well done. Uh, the other dude I was playing with was, was getting a bit upset because I'd be taking all our units and just going and sending them over to the other base huh. and just blowing shit up. And he's like, no, what are you doing? Like, you shouldn't be doing that. And I'm like, well, we're going to get fucking rolled if he, if he comes back here. Like, we need to do something. Uh, so, he was getting upset. Oh, well. And then he was like, I don't understand the point of this this mode. Like, this mode sucks. Like, why are we playing this mode for? Uh, it doesn't make any sense. I was like, uh, it does, but you're just clearly not very good. Damn. <laughs> anyway, after that, we played a free-for-all. Sorry, the four of us played free-for-all. Okay. Not all eight of us. Because the other guys were playing each other as well, doing the same sort of thing. So, we jumped in. I picked uh, Zerg because I was like, fuck yeah, I'm just going to Zerg rush someone. Good plan. Fucking go. I'm going to Zerg rush him. Yep. And then, um, once again, Mr. Professional sets Ah. up his units, gets up from his thing, starts helping everybody else, disappears for 20 minutes. He's like, you can kill me. It's fine. But I've said, like, he's fucking done something. I don't know. He's, like, control one group things. And, like, he's got his build order all set. Um, so, I'm, I'm not going to fuck with him because he's probably... He'll wreck us. So, I've sent my Zerg Rush army up to top right because I, I knew where Jess was because I was screen cheating. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, nice. Yeah. And I uh, started fucking up this other dude's base. Just sent all my dudes to the back. Started destroying all his probes because he was Protoss. Oh, yeah. Uh, eventually he sent in some ships and started wiping them out and I just kept setting units up to like basically I'd expanded out I had like four hives yep as Zerg and was building roaches and hydralisks and was researching burrow and just off you go up to the top right just just constantly going so I basically pushed him out of his main base up to his expansion right and uh, he got to a point where he was just building pylons and uh, what were those fucking circle things called that used to shoot you? Oh, I know what you're talking about. The defensive structures. Yeah. 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 So, he's just building them. And as I'm doing this, I look over to, to Jess's screen and she's got this fucking army. Because she's like, oh, I don't know how to play this game. Like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'll let her play her game. Whatever. And then she's heading on towards my base and my base slowly starts disappearing. So I start sending guys up there and she's got like fucking 400 units <laughs> of like, not like, oh, here's a bunch of Marines. It's like carriers and fucking like Reapers because she's playing Terran again. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I'm fucked. Like, I'm literally, I'm done. Like, I've got no defense because 
I've been sending all my guys up to the top right. And I'm like, no, what are you doing? And she starts slowly wiping out my base, like my expansion. She comes down, takes out my third expansion, and then moves into my base and just starts, like, destroying it. Um, and then, just to fucking poke fun at me, she, like, starts, she leaves, like, structures up. Not structures I can use, like my extractors, and gets them to a point where I don't know if she's done this on purpose or she just didn't know what she was doing. But they get to a point where if you hurt them bad enough, they just start bleeding uh, and they yeah. slowly start to like die out. Yep. So she's done that on like two or three extractors. I've got nothing else left except overlords who I've sent to the bottom right. Right. Um, because uh, they were also Zerg. And I was like, well, I'm a refugee. I'm coming over here. Of course. Uh, at this stage, Elliot has come come into the mix. He started playing Mr. Muselk. Um, and then the pro is helping him play. And I'm like, no, no, I'm a refugee. So I'm sending all my drones over to his <laughs> base. They're sort of destroying me, like, because we are in friendly fire. I'm I'm trying to figure out if I hack an alliance with him. Other dude in the corner is getting upset because he doesn't want an alliance, like, in this game. I'm just like, chill out, man. We're having fun. This uh, sounds like a bit of a wet blanket. Yeah, I I was going to send him some tissues. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so uh, I've got all my overlords in the back of this dude's base. Oh, sorry, Elliot's base. And then uh, Jess has just started moving her, all her units, like, just towards the, the bottom right. Mm. And at this stage, uh, I, like, I, I'm pretty much like, I'm dead at this stage. Like, the only thing stopping me from GGing out is just, I want to see how long I can survive in Elliot's base with my overlords. Mm. And he's freaking out because he doesn't know what the fuck is going on because uh, he's never played an RTS before. <laughs> and, and then slowly, uh, slowly someone came and then, oh no, my extractors just died because- they bled out yep. and then it came up and was like you're dead and I was like oh fantastic um, so then I went and did my interview with with I talked to Pig for a while yep. about 20 minutes uh, and then came back and I'm not sure who won but I don't think I think it was I don't know I feel like it was Angry Dude uh. oh no they didn't finish huh. they ran out of time I think suck it anyway uh, moral of the story is never trust Jess. Yep. I put on uh, Twitter, don't believe her lies. She's ah. a dirty liar. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how to play StarCraft. Don't play and, and fucking, she'd see how many units she had. Yeah. It was ridiculous. You got played, son. I did. But that mode seems pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I'm interested to see how they incorporate that into the tournament scene. That would be they interesting. Do. Yeah. Like, it could be fucking nuts of having two professional players mm. play one team and just... Because you can think about how many, like, APMs one guy does and what he can do. What happens when you put two guys on the same team? There's got to be diminishing returns, but still... Yeah. yeah it's going to be huge. Yeah, but at some stage, like, you're trying to control units and you've queued up commands and stuff, like you can kind of also strategize in terms of the combat like what you're going to do being able to maneuver other like I was getting wrecked by the professional like with a bunch of uh, some of his units because the way he was maneuvering them around the battlefield yeah um, like grabbing them and he knew their range of like how far they could be like in 
in terms of their distance of shooting you or like oh, I need to back off a bit and then he'd come back because he could move quicker than me and just like shit like that and he was just like kind of turtling his his dudes and yep. I was just getting destroyed chipped out yep. yeah but anyway that was um yeah it was fun cool yeah that's out soon rad alright what's next um Z-Town is that all the games? I guess it is, yes. Yeah. Looks all right, like cool. It. Z-Town. We played Z-Town. We played Z-Town. Well, I played the Z-Town. I don't know what you did. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. So, we got we uh, we got there. Oh, no, we got started beforehand. So, we were talking, I think, on the last episode about... Uh, was it during or after we started talking about the John Cena stuff? That was during the episode, yes. During the episode. We, yep. So, we followed through on that. We did. We uh, Well, I went to Kmart. Yep. No, sorry. Job went to his back room. Yep. Found a bunch of wrestling t-shirts. Yep. Uh, so, we had that sorted. We had the boombox sorted. Boombox with uh, SD card with um, the John, John Cena, Cena theme, theme song, song that I edited together. So, that it only do the over and over a bit. Yep. Hilarious. I went to Kmart or Target or somewhere like that to go find jean shorts. Yep. Shorts. Yep. Uh, as I was over there, I went to the section where they sell shirts looking for um, anything wrestling themed because I thought, oh, I'll just see what they got. They didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on my way out, I ran into uh, the kids section mm-hmm. and out of the corner of my eye, I saw a John Cena t-shirt. I guess you could see him. Yeah. I yep. could see him. So, I went over, found the biggest size they had, which was the 16. Mm-hmm. Picked it up, went, that looks like it'll fit. Yep. Uh, fit sent you guys did. a picture. Thought it was quite funny. Perf- yep. Hilarious. And perfect, actually. Yeah. And yeah, so our team was born. The uh, John Cena team. John Cena team. And uh, yeah, I had to carry the fucking boombox around the entire fucking day. <laughs> So how good was that? It sucked balls. Why? Because it was heavy as fuck. I I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was heavy as fuck. My back hurts the next day. <laughs> it hurt quite a bit. Um, but it was funny. It was funny. It was funny. Um, we were very entertaining, and people recognised us. They did. Uh, they were like, "Oh, John Cena," and. They're like, oh, the John Cena guys are here and shit like that. When we're nearby, I never said kill him. But uh, no, then we went to the thing, got all oriented, orientated, orientated. Yeah, this is what you need to do. Yeah, uh, that wasn't really well done. I felt like their organization this year wasn't fantastic, to be honest. Yeah, because um, yeah, they had us. Like, I know they had to induct us all early and I appreciated that to some extent but they didn't really communicate things very well yeah um, they I had like 600 them. 700 people attending yeah and it's um, more than that right 700 and something so I thought it was 750 anyway uh, but yeah they had 700 plus people attending and so I appreciated that they needed to get them all into registration but at the same time like once we were registered we were registered very early on um because you had to go in and like basically just show that you you bought tickets and then you got your dog tags and that was basically it. That yep. was all there was to it. Yeah, I thought it was going to be more. They should have they should have explained that. They should have been like, once you've got this, uh, just come back at 
12 and we'll get started. Sorry, um, one and one. we'll get started and everything will be cool. But instead, they just, we sort of just sat there for another hour waiting from like until about 11. See what happened. And, and then we realized like, oh, that, oh, it, we'll the next go, group yeah. is here. Well, let's just go get some lunch. But um, yeah, so uh, yeah, we, um, we, we kicked things off at one. They, yeah. We went off with our, um, our faction. Uh, the Which was Red interesting Raiders. because we thought uh, we were kind of not sure what was going to happen, like how they were going to kick it off. Yeah. So, they did a really <laughs> good thing by- Because uh, last year, you could like- If you got caught at the start, you like you could be a zombie immediately from the fucking get-go. Um, this year, uh, they said that nobody would be caught and turned into a zombie until 10 minutes after the start. So, we didn't hear that. Uh, oh, okay. Because well, yeah, we were at the exit right. door. Right. <laughs> Waiting to run. Yes. That was that would have been a solid plan. Like, what, did, what did he say? Yeah. What? But, um, yeah, so we just sort of followed our uh, our banner. Where the fuck is where Joe? Red Earth Raiders <laughs> were going. And, um, yeah. And, then and we- as we were walking, the zombies walked past us. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> but they're like, no, we're not in. Our, our things are down. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we went over- Heard a rousing speech from from our leaders of our faction. Damascus. Damascus. Yeah. Damascus stands. Chaos reigns. Yeah. Uh, and, but uh, as they're doing this, like, they're, like, acting this whole thing. So, we've kind of got two, like, two sub-leaders. And then, like, this leader comes down from his stairs. And he's, yep. he's giving this speech. And uh, he's in, like, uniform. He's all, like, leather yep. and, like, a bikey shirt. And he's got, like, a spray tan of white throughout his hair. Um, and, and as his speech is going on, I think I turned to you and I'm like, holy fuck, we're on the bad guys. <laughs> I captured it on video. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yep. So- Because uh, he's talking about, yeah, like, that was our- um, The others, are, like, <laughs> we're the only ones worthy of living in this wasteland and the others have- turn to false religions and we need to stamp them out and wipe them out and all this shit. Yeah, we're like, the Nazis. Holy fuck. But, uh, so then things kicked off and, uh, we, we sort of, I wanted us to go on a mission to go find the other team's base. Yeah. But we went halfway on defense. there, we, uh, had to start defending our own base. Yeah. Cause, uh, other groups. The Earth Raiders were coming. From the Yellow, the Yellow Raiders or whatever. Oh, Earth. Sand, sand earth. No, earth. we're red earth. Okay. Raiders. Sandy people. Sandy people, whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were coming in our direction and uh, they were mildly intimidating. We had a advantage of yes, upper ground. We had the height advantage and they were they were talking some trash. They're we, like, don't shoot us or we'll get you. I'm like, we oh. have. I started shooting. Yeah, we, we were hitting some of them. Yeah. Uh, the, the best part of that was uh, right at the start. We could hear this fucking sound. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Like, at first, I was like, okay, whatever. And then it started getting louder and louder. Yep. And it was, uh, what's that war song? The Ride of the Valkyries. Yeah, the dun 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 dun-da-da-da-da. So, this is- We can hear this. And then, like, a minute later, we can still hear it. And it's getting louder. Like, really fucking loud. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, is there a car around here with speakers on it? And this dude comes walking up, and he's got a fucking PA system strapped yep. to his back. He went much larger on the whole boombox. Yeah, thing. we kind of zipped ours up and was like, uh, "I'll put that away." Never mind. 
But, uh, yeah. But he started walking up the stairs and I think you or Nathan shot him. I shot him. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, get back. And then he took like he took another step forward afterwards. Yeah, I, I and shot he kept him again. going. I'm like, nah, turn around. He counted you to You will never leave here. Hmm. Yeah, so if you got shot by another human, you had to take one knee and then count to a 60. Yeah. And you weren't allowed to shoot or anything like that. So if zombies had showed up while he was counting, he would have been caught and he would have been fucked. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I wasn't going to let him move. Like, I, he wasn't coming up those stairs. Like, that's just the way it is. You, yeah. Look, it was Red Earth territory. But while and that I, was- I like how very quickly, like, we sort of fell into our faction role. Yeah, like- we established that we're going to not let people near our base. Exactly. Like, I think that's the most important thing with games like this is that, like, it's the same with the wrestling. I find that if you can allow yourself to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Like, if you are cynical and a dickhead and, like, you're just like, oh, you know, oh, big sweaty men wrestling, oh, that's stupid, right? You're not going to have a good time. Yeah. But if you can just sort of go, you know what? I'm a Red Earth Raider and nobody's coming to my fucking base, so get the fuck back down the stairs. Like, if if you can get yourself in the mindset to accept it, it's like in, uh... Our our favorite movie of all time, Role Models, when Paul Rudd finally allows himself to get into LARPing. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, and at the end, he's he's enjoying himself. Exactly. And uh, yeah, so as long as you allow yourself to get into shit, yeah, you have a lot of fun. And we had a lot of fun. Um, They had to move our base, though, because they were having a fucking conference for some uh, South Korean language center. Yeah right below where our base was and so we had to move it and our base was in a really well it was a good spot yeah a really good spot Because so while you were defending that other the stairwell Mm. um i was kind of like because i didn't know really what i was supposed to be doing but i was like the back yeah the backup and then while that was happening more of the yellow team started coming from like behind us and i'm like yelling at them like don't come any further because our base is near there yep um and Nathan's like, just fucking shoot him. <laughs> so I start shooting at them because they kept walking and I'm shooting and these bullets are just flat. Like the wind is just taking them and they're going nowhere near. And I'm just like, oh, f- like, oh shit. <laughs> like they're going to shoot back at me. And they immediately stopped and just turned around and went the other direction. And I was like, ah, cop, cop that. <laughs> uh, you got away with some shit. Yeah. I, got, I was lucky. I didn't get killed there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like, and the, the people around us, like, weren't really sure what was going on. Yep. But as soon as they established that we were sort of defending the area, then they would come and back us up. Yep. Uh, that was pretty, pretty funny. We were kind of like the leaders at that point. Yeah. Yeah. We sort of led them. And then we went back to the base and uh, found out that everything was moving. We got attached to a security detail for our glorious leader, Damascus. Damascus was- uh, he very nearly got shot and we had to fight off that attack. That was pretty fucking close. Yeah. Uh, and then um, they put us on a mission to go get fuel. Yeah. And they so teamed we didn't, us up with a random dude. Yeah, they didn't. We, we didn't talk about this, but the um, they had an app. Oh, yeah. That uh, didn't really work, but... Yeah, it didn't really work. It showed you basically how many zombies were out yep. at the time um, because each person got a tag like a dog tag and on that dog tag was a number so if you were a zombie and you tag someone you'd use your app put that number in and then that would 
signify that you got them and also increase the zombie count. So you can always keep updated. Mm-hmm. But the app also showed you missions, uh, either personal missions or global events. Yep. Um, so when we got this mission, we kind of were given a map. Yep. Which didn't work didn't at work. that stage. Only Ed managed to get it working. Yeah. Um, it never worked for me at all. Yeah. Neither neither for me. So, yeah, when we got this mission, they named me the leader of our little ragtag group. And they're like, pick who you want to go with you. And uh, Ed put his hand up. And I'm like, okay, this guy can come. Plus Nathan and Katie and Luke. Yeah. And off we went. Yeah. Into enemy territory. Into deep into enemy territory. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was quite an adventure. I mean, I, I thought it, it was pretty cool because we had to, we were very fucking close to the blue base, uh, but we had to negotiate our way past. Yeah. And the other thing was we spent the first hour shooting everybody. Yeah. So us being out there and yeah. people recognizing, potentially recognizing our face yeah. and us being like, no, no, we just want to kind of. Yeah. We're, we're cool. We're, we're cool. cool. We're just going. We're just walking past. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Like it was. It was. It was one of those situations where like. It's it's very cool to be in that mindset of like ever like everyone in that group just take your fucking hands off your guns, like and walk around. Just don't give them any excuses. Okay. Shoes, just. Yeah. No sudden movements. Let's just be cool, and it helps you get into the fucking like the mindset of it so much more which i think we did well because none of us got shot no at all during the game yeah like we team no not none of us got we, shot because we were the bad guys basically yeah pretty much <laughs> um but we uh shot first the other thing was uh while we were walking to where we were supposed to go uh we encountered king baby yeah and which at that was stage fucking spectacular we didn't know what was going on no idea we thought he might be a zombie but he wasn't he was just a dude in a diaper he was an NPC yeah and he had a diaper on his head and he had a crown and a bucket and he would smear himself with sunscreen and if a champion from your team uh, wrestled him uh, to you'd the win ground a prize. then you'd win a prize do you know what they were I never worked it out yeah but it was hilarious, nonetheless. And uh, I, he had an umbrella. He he, he did. Ha- he had a tiny pink parasol. And uh, yeah, I got so close to stealing his bucket at one point. And I'm like, I could do it. I could just fucking book it. But I'm like, nah, I'll get shot. And we're on mission. So let's we're on a mission, on mission. Yeah. So uh, we took a wrong turn because our map didn't fucking work, and we wound up in the zombie spawn. Literally at the zombie spawn. <laughs> and then nearly we took died. Another fucking wrong turn. And yeah, we very nearly died. It was fucking. Well, when we went into the zombie spawn, there was a dude hiding behind the corner because yep. I was out front. I was like, "There's a guy there. I can see him." And luckily, we shot him. Yeah. Before he um, before he got any of us. Yep. And then we got to a dead end, and we're like, "Oh my fucking god, we have to go back through the zombie spawn." Uh, it was it was a nightmare. Uh, um, in between two bases. Or in between one base. There was a base nearby Yeah, the as well. base and the zombie spawn. And, uh, Plus yes. the fucking baby dude is out the front, which we didn't know what was going on with that. So, yeah. we were like- High tension. Yeah. At that stage, we were pretty amped. <laughs> but, uh, so we sort of wandered around. We didn't go the direct route back to our, our base. Uh, we recognized that we'd failed the, the thing, the mission, but- Well, we didn't know what we were looking for either. No. Well, we knew we needed fuel, right? Yep. Yeah. Um- but yeah, so we went back, uh, we saw, we witnessed the treaty between the sand team, the yellow team and the blue team, the water, water team. Yeah. Water team. Uh, we witnessed that treaty 
I don't know if you realise that that's what we were witnessing, but it happened on the soccer field while we were walking past. Oh, I thought that someone was getting married. No. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was when we were directly between the blue and the yellow bases. Yep. Uh, we went back to our little- Damascus. Yep. Uh, and when that occurred, uh, an ambassador from the yellow team showed up and we murdered him. Yeah. That was hilarious. We, he came with the offering of fuel. Yep. We took his fuel and then shot him. And then shot him. And that was fucking amazing. Uh, so that was funny. Uh, and then, yeah, basically after that, uh, the blue and yellow teams, um, quickly fell to pieces. Like they got overrun by zombies. Yeah. Uh, and well, they kept coming up to our team offering fuel and we kept doing like the same thing, taking their yep. fuel and shooting them yep. or taking hostages yep. and taking their leaders. Yep. Uh, they didn't learn. They didn't all. learn. No. Um, and yeah, so eventually the blue the- team, yellow team went first, right? Or the blue team? Uh, blue team went first. We were there for that. We took, we were, we reported the picture in to confirm that the blue team was wiped out. That was after. Um, yeah, after. But we were also there for them to get wiped yeah, out. Because so- we were sick of, like, sort of just waiting around at our base for yeah, defense. Yeah, it was kind of boring. And at this stage, um, we, we'd gotten to a point where the teams really didn't matter, the factions. Not super amounts, but- Because um, we were at the blue sport, like the blue base, and helping Well, people. see, the reason we were there, we weren't helping. The reason we were there is because I wanted us to go in and steal their fucking fuel. Oh, okay. I don't want, like we were there for a reason. We were we were on mission, not a, an official mission, but a mission that I'd thought of anyway. Yeah, and um, yeah. So we were we were in and around there, and uh, they released a witch. Uh, yeah, basically, and we were. I was the closest thing to the witch when she got released. Yeah. Uh, and so we fucking piss bolted. We piss bolted directly into the blue, the blue base. Just yelling witch. And they're yelling, <laughs> stand and fight, stand and fight. And we're yelling, it's witch. a witch. <laughs> Run. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we fucking booked it. So the witch is, you can't, uh, you can't hurt the witch. No. Uh, you can't kill the witch. Um, and they're used as siege breakers. And they're not used too often. They're like NPCs. They're not normal people. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're terrifying. They let out huge screams. They're just a bunch of girls, right? They run in and, yeah. They wear, like, specific stuff, like red and white stripes and stuff, so that you can tell, you can tell it was them. Witch, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no. So, we fucking piss-bolted out of it. It was very tense uh got the fuck out uh blue base died blue base was actually located where stalingrad was last year that's where we made our final stand last year it's a really defensible spot um till the witch runs till the witch shows up yeah uh but yeah so we got away with that shit and then there was a global mission to go take a photo to make sure that the blue base had actually fallen no well so while that happened nathan and katie got out oh yeah of course uh yeah, yeah. Because we were kind of uh, where we were running before, which was their uh, zombie spawn, uh, was like this set of stairs, and that's kind of where they were coming from. Yep. And we were directly in front of those stairs, but they could also go to the right and sort of loop around us back onto the sports field. So they were kind of making two two area like uh, two approaches to us. So the front approach, and then also going around the back. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of sitting towards the back, keeping an eye out and shooting anyone that came back around there yep um yeah and as soon as they unleashed that witch 
we kind of had to peg it up at around to their their base and just was yelling like witch witch and I don't know what happened to Katie and we've not seen them yeah since then yeah so I don't know how they went down but um yeah, but yeah I just fucking legged it I was yeah, just out yep can't stop that nope just run uh yeah I was like I went down the little alleyway uh that went past the tennis courts yeah that's where I went as well yeah and we're like literally just I was pushing people along yeah. and we were like I would stop and be like uh and then you hear the fucking scream again. It's like, no, nope, keep going. Yep, keep going. It's somewhere back there still. Yep. Um, but, but yeah, I think so Nathan said he got done by the witch, didn't he? I think so. I think yeah. He said he did. I, th- I think he got done by the witch. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, we went and made sure the blue base was out. And then- This is about three hours in, right? Four? Four hours in. Four hours in. Yep. Because um, the yellow base fell almost immediately after- and uh that was that was when like officially nobody cared about factions anymore like it was literally just about trying to survive yeah because we're the last base yeah and uh so red earth was still up um red earth had still had more fuel like the shields could stand and stuff like that it was doing okay yeah Uh, we walked past uh the wombats bar yeah which we told everybody not to drink. We warned them not to drink, but they did nothing with it, which Turns was a out. bit of a disappointment. Mm. They didn't need to, though, because the zombies fell to bits quite quickly. Um, the humans. Sorry, the yeah, humans fell to bits to the zombies quite quickly. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Then um, we got out, I guess. So we were basically, um, at this stage... We'd done our mission where we went and confirmed the base had fallen. Yep. We'd gone back to Red Base, um, and then, uh, like, the other two factions sort of, like, coming up. They they were kind of joining into that area. Uh, and then we went back down to the stairs where we were before and um, basically, like, stood in that area, and then they, un- they unleashed a bunch of witches onto the red base. Yeah. And that's when we kind of booked it mm-hmm. and went back down towards, like, yellow, in between yellow and blue. Yeah, yeah. Back towards the um, the courts. Yep. Um, and we kind of just stood there for a while. Hung out. Yeah. Tried waiting, to work out what we were going to do. What we going to do next. But, uh, yeah, we got sort of semi-surrounded. Uh, so, you shot a dude over the fucking fence. I got two really good <laughs> kills, actually. Uh, and I record them both on video, which yeah. is pretty good. But yeah, I got a shot a dude over a fucking fence, and that was pretty hilarious because I couldn't see him at all. No, um, the best part was when you done that, and like we walked around the fence, and he's like taking his thing off, and you're like, "Did I get you?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. Um, yeah, I didn't even know. I was just, you just I just had a hunch that there was someone over there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then. Um, yeah, I got out to a cheater, yeah. and that was the worst thing about the entire fucking game, is that cheaters 100% have the fucking ability to... So, this dude was... He got shot. I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw him get shot, um, and he was taking his fucking headband down around his neck, mm. and so I ran up and shot his mate, and then he turned and grabbed me, Yeah, and I'm like, no, you were out. And he's like, no, I'm not. No. It wasn't out. It was a fake. I'm like, you can't fucking do that. It was like, I wasn't out. I'm still a zombie. I'm like, you, you were you were dead. You were shot. He's like, no, I wasn't though. And now you're out. 
I'm like, you are fucking kidding. And uh, things escalated a bit. And I just sort of felt like the only way, the only resolutions for it, because this dude was so fucking smug. The only real resolutions I could see to this situation mm. were me headbutting him in the face <laughs> and then stomping him into the dirt. Yeah. Or me just walking away. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck this bullshit. I'm done. Um, it's just a shitty way to for it to go out. What needs to happen, right, is humans need to be the last- Like, a human needs to be the person. Because a zombie can report your tags yeah. and say you're dead, right? But humans need to report themselves as dead. That's how that needs to happen. Yeah. Because, yeah, the alternative is that zombies will cheat. And they've got no reason not to. While humans, right, it's better for them. Like, there are obviously incentives for them to cheat. But if zombies aren't, like, zombies usually move in numbers, right? They have the, you know, the group mentality, the pack mentality. While the humans, if they, if zombies catch a lone human out, then they'll just berate him. Yeah. Until, yeah, things either escalate or... Yeah, the human gives up and just becomes a zombie. But it's a terrible fucking resolution. If the human is the one who has the onus of truth on them, then, like, if a human doesn't admit that they've been tagged, yes, it's cheating and it's shitty. But, I mean, the fucking game ended an hour earlier than it should have because humans died so quickly. I am almost 100% positive because... We, like, Katie had a cheater zombie try to get her out. Like, I had one. Half our fucking group yeah. got out by cheaters, right? Like, obviously, that doesn't mean half of everyone got out by cheaters. Yeah. But it does mean cheaters on the zombie team were fucking rampant. Yeah. You know? And because the zombies actually get kills, get a score based on kills, they have way more have incentive, incentive. Yeah. yeah, than humans do to just stay in. Yeah, and then Katie ended up getting put back into the game because yep. they went and said something about it, and they were like, "Oh well, this guy's reported quite a lot of kills." Yeah, he's gotten heaps for the amount of time he's actually been a zombie. Like, yep. it doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right. So yeah. they put her back in the game. Yep. Um, but yeah, like the whole, they need to do something with the the headband thing because that like zombies shouldn't be allowed to touch it unless you're out. The other thing was that the amount of zombies I went past to. I was about to shoot and they're like, no, no, I'm dead. But they still had theirs. Yep. Like, and it's like, well, all right, well, I don't- Either I'm going to waste ammo on you and that fucking sucks for me because- Because of the prevalence of fucking cheaters, I always shot them. Yeah. You have to shoot them. Yeah. You know? Like, that's just bullshit, man. Like, it's ridiculous. It shouldn't be like that. Hmm. Um, it's like, I mean, it shouldn't be that people can't be trusted to just do the fucking right thing and play the game properly. But yeah, like, you know, cheaters going to cheat. People are dickheads. Um, it would be nice if nobody ever cheated, but instead, yeah, design the game around it. Like design the game to combat it. I think that's more important at the end of the day. Yeah, is using clever game design to combat it. It's it's the crux of so many video games, mm-hmm. uh, and it's something that Zed Town could really, yeah, do with. But uh, ultimately, like that last moment. I don't think spoiled the entire day for me. I will still 100% be like trying to buy tickets in the first 30 seconds like last, uh, like this year 
for next year i'll 100 percent be doing it fucking immediately yeah like i'm definitely on board i had so much fun um i would if they did another one this year like they've been hinting at doing i'd do it Hmm. fuck yeah um might not take four guns with me this like next time i definitely won't take as many guns with me next time actually i won't carry around a boombox all day you should um it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen we can do power rangers next time oh that would be good though oh we could all be in power rangers suits and you can have it playing yep yep true Mm. true uh but yeah no um they need to fix the app they need to design around cheaters and they need to do better missions yeah they need better communication with missions they yeah. need better communication the radio around. didn't work when we tried it no um, yeah that was supposed to be a thing yep to like give you an idea of where zombies were kind of like the boss zombies were spawning and yep. how to kill them but we couldn't get the app to work properly. you definitely feel like you're playing a beta yeah um but at the same time it's yeah it's shitloads of fun and like you make these comrades that only exist for that day, mm. but they're still like friends in that moment, and that's cool. Yeah, uh, a sense of community. I've done it's done very well and shit like that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like we started off as being the bad guys; we were just shooting everybody yep. to the point where, uh, kind of the area where you died we started teaming up with other factions. And we were, like, leading them. We were telling them where to go and shit. Yeah. How did you die again? So, yeah, after you died, I... At that stage, we were getting overrun because... We were done, yeah. There was about... There was about 200 zombie survivors and about 500 zombies, uh, something like that. And, um, yeah, so I I basically pegged it down to the... uh, Towards the soccer field. Yep. uh, And there was a bunch of us, probably about 20... Not a lot. I thought we were getting pretty close to the end. Yeah. Because I hadn't checked my app in a while. No, you were you were one of the last. Yeah. Easily the last 50, maybe the last 20. Me? Yeah. No, no. No? No. Um, there was a lot more. <laughs> really? Where? Yeah. So, we, um, so, there was probably about 20 of us, right? In that, yeah. that section. Uh, so, we started heading down to the soccer field. And the zombies started coming down that pathway. There was heaps. It was probably about 50 or 60. And we couldn't do much. And then on our left, we could see the zombies spawn. And there was probably about, I don't know, 150 of them standing over there. And I was just like, we're fucked. Like, we got nowhere to go. We're trapped in a corner. Um, And we just started randomly shooting. I must have killed about 12 zombies at this stage. And I got one dude and I was like, he was like, holy fuck, that was an amazing shot. Because I hit him right on the head. <laughs> I just like in the first first uh, bullet. Um, but yeah, I switched like my back to my banana clip and got a couple dudes. Nice. And then I was like, oh, I'm out of fucking ammo. <laughs> what do I do now? Um, and we just started pegging it. We started going down to the, uh, me and a couple people, about five of us started going down to the, the sports field. And then realized quickly there was about 70 zombies in front of us. Quickly turned around legged it back up around the corner and as we get around the corner we see about 50 to 70 people running towards us and i'm like all right we're fucked we're dead this is it and it turns that they start waving in their survivors uh-huh. and i'm like holy shit and so we've we've got our two groups have converged together yep and this must have been the final two groups um 
And then it was like the like the power fist moment, like, oh. Anyway, so we've had our final stand in this corner because we're getting like two areas of coming towards us. Uh, and I was like, fuck it, let's just start shooting people. Because we ran into Roby, one of our friends. Yep. Um, and at this stage, we're like, all right, there's a group of maybe 10 of us started like picking off some zombies. And as we're running, uh, like sort of backwards, there's this small brick wall that was in the way and I've stopped and I've tried to like guide people like fucking watch it and this chick just fucking bails straight over this brick wall and I'm like oh and I turn around and there's like 40 50 zombies like 10 15 meters there and one of the main dudes at front was like oh and he's like telling the other zombies to stop because this chick has just fucking cocked it over and i'm trying to get roby to stop because he's not watching either he's still shooting zombies and there's this wall there and i've just grabbed him and been like whoa chill out dude so i picked this this girl up and i was just like making sure she was all right i'm like oh, i'm pretty sure i'm i'm done here like <laughs> i'll make sure she's cool um yeah and then as i kind of turned around and went up towards the um like we're running up some stairs i said to man i'll just fucking bait it I, like i'll just die out and i'll pretend that i'm i'm not dead or something like you guys try and get away so i just stopped and just started looking for the nearest person because at that stage like you guys had just gotten out yeah i was like i don't want to like i don't know how long the game was going to go for uh so yeah i just kind of made sure that girl was all right and just got myself out i was like oh, i'm done right yeah i saved my comrades nice yeah so that brick wall was my Your own demise time. yeah but um yeah the game ended quite shortly after that yeah right? it did yep yeah yeah that group then must have been the end of it the last just by the time i made it back to the zombie thing uh to the zombie spawn that like we're under 50 humans left yeah and they were calling the game yep. that was being like we're going to shut it down in 15 minutes yeah we're going to shut it earlier Yep. an hour and a half early or something an yeah hour early yeah yeah they started an hour early and then it was like an hour and a half early because yeah because uh yeah we're just getting smashed yep but no it was a lot of fun we definitely will definitely do it again um but yeah they need to they got some things to work on i don't know i might i might write write some stuff out to them to explain yeah i felt like contacting shit. them and being like hey who's your designer do you want to do an interview yeah um do an yeah. interview how would you fucking have you thought about doing this basically well, yeah like, explain what why. are you doing to combat yeah cheaters and what are you doing to make the game more you know the missions better yeah because i don't know the variety was very good it was just basically get fuel do I get fuel yeah and not really good ways of communicating i did think the map was quite small um there's nothing they can do about that yeah that's rigid but it maybe that comes down to too many people even yeah maybe but at the same time i mean so many people want to get in you know yeah exactly so anyway but maybe they need to do more of them whether or not the union allows that yeah um, that's the main problem anyway let's do some news do we have any news let's do some emails this i put one piece of news down what Payday 2 microtransactions. Holy shit, what a clusterfuck. What a clusterfuck. Yeah. What were the fuck were they thinking? They decided to go for the CSGO style. This game was amazing. Yep, and they just decided to shit it all up the wall, trying to make a few extra bucks, trying to get their payday. Mm. And, uh, yeah, no, just fucking idiotic. I don't understand. Like, I, I do understand that they want to make money, but 
the game's been out for long enough now that everyone who is still playing it has invested a lot a into lot it time. already. And it is fucking galling for them to expect people to pay more, um, considering the game as it exists, which is basically just... So, it's set around this new mode, right? I haven't really looked into it. Yeah. But from what I've read, the skins give you better perks on the gun or better attributes. Yeah. So, you're paying to win. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard some arguments about like, oh, it's a team-based game, but still- No. You're still paying to get a better- to get better things. Yep. Like, pay to win. Yep. I think, anyway. Yeah. No, I agree. It's horseshit. Utter bullshit. Anyway, mm. emails. Uh, it was interesting to see some of the developers, like oh. the, like the lead lead developers, oh, come out and be like, "Gold farm." Yeah, like I've, we've left and we never expected this to happen. It wasn't yep. our plans. And yep. Yeah, that sucks. But apparently, everyone from the core team is pretty much gone now. That sucks because that, that's a fucking great game. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that game. Uh, the only other thing I can add is that uh, there's reports that Kojima has now officially left. Right. Yeah. Uh, I read the thing in the New Yorker. Yep. It's kind of, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of the piece. Go check it out. Uh, Kojima leaves Konami in the New Yorker. It's like halfway a decent piece, but it's also, I mean, it ends a bit short and it's got some comments from some developer who is unbelievably dismissive of uh, Western games, which is... I don't know, rich mm-hmm. coming from the nearly dead Japanese game development scene. Yeah. But yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. Anyway, emails. Um, Do we have any? I know we got some Facebook messages. Yeah. Uh, about our last episode um, regarding Naren. And uh, I really appreciated those. Those were really nice to read and really nice to see. And uh, yeah, um, I don't know. It was... I know. I felt like it was important yep. to see those those messages, and I really want to thank you guys for writing them. Uh, so that was good. Of course. Thanks again. We have some email, Facebook uh, stuff. Facebook. I'll right. check the emails while you're yapping on about that. All right. Okay. Here we go. Um, hey, the gap. Oh, Drew writes in. Hey, the gap. Just listen to the latest podcast, and I have a few thoughts on stuff and things. First, with Space Jam 2, you missed the most obvious addition to the Aliens lineup, that being Russell Westbrook. I, I think Didn't he we means, say that? I think he means Russell Bestbrook. I can't believe... I, if we didn't, I can't believe we forgot. I thought we did. I thought we talked about uh, Rusty. My favorite fucking player. If his shoes weren't shithouse, I'd be getting Russell Westbrook shoes, but... Does shit he have shoes? Yeah, he does. Are they're, they always angry? They're not. No, they're not. And they're not... Um, they're not playing shoes they're lifestyle shoes and they look ugly as sin they look worse than the Yeezy the new Yeezys which is saying something because those are fucking ugly shoes um except they don't steal his powers as he is already an alien by birth second Battlefront beta overall it was fun but I'm leaning towards not purchasing damn I just don't see it having the depth for long term play maybe I love the Star Warsiness of it but past that, it seems shallow. I don't know, maybe seeing how the Conquest and TIE Fighters versus X-Wings modes will change my mind. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Like, we haven't really seen enough yet, but... We've seen half the game, Job. 
we haven't seen what what are you talking about half the game half the game half the game um what I really miss having are the classes and thereby the roles from Battlefield. There's no option to say, oh, I'm bored of sniping. I'll now change and go engineer and focus on taking out vehicles or medic and revive and help keep teammates alive. I don't see there being much depth in the card system. I think you might be a little bit off there. You couldn't really see it in the beta, but you can actually have, I think, four different hands of cards that you can equip. And so you can have like a hand that has a jetpack and an ion thing that you can use to take out ATSTs, or you can have your sniper rifle and your shield so you can get to sneaky bullshit places and stay alive long enough to snipe people. Um, there is no medic, and I do I agree that that takes away some of the complexity of the game, but uh, yeah, no, you can have multiple hands, so it's not necessarily going to be like, you'll definitely be able to change that sort of thing. Um as you go along and there are yeah there's shitloads more cards maybe I'm judging the beta too harshly and there are lots of other cards uh, and weapons options so I just said that well you said that first I suppose um, that allow for more varied playstyles, but I, I'm not I've got a feeling I'm not yeah well yeah I guess we'll have to wait and see um, maybe finish the point and then give your thoughts maybe I should uh, at this third, at this stage, I'd much prefer to play Rainbow Six Siege. Correct. Though Correct I fear answer. that might go the way of Evolve. No, I really you're crazy. Hope it doesn't. But the team-based nature means without friends playing together with some amount of coordination, it's not nearly as much fun. And just the effort to get four to five people together to play at once will make it hard to stick. I feel like he's got a strong point. I don't know, man. Like we had, I, I still had fun in that game playing with random people, and like. I I play Dota. That's yeah. not that's a team based game that requires like everybody to kind of know what they're doing and be on the same page. And it still works in situations. I don't see why it can't work here. If I wanted to pull my hair out and yell at my teammates, wouldn't I just play Dota? Yeah, you could. I could. But I now you can do it on a Rainbow Six. I suppose. Uh, fourth, Rocket League is game of the year. Fucking slay out, son. What the fucking chill? Chill the the fuck more emails. He's on the crazy tree. You high, motherfucker. Uh, fifth, Rocket League will only not be game of the year if Just Cause Three delivers. Really hyped for that game now after going Luke Laurie warm <laughs> on Star Wars. The fuck that's, does that that's mean? Clever. You oh, know, okay. Fallout's coming out, right? You know page. that's still a game that exists. Um. In, in this year 2015 right it's it it's might be fall good. Out. I don't know yeah especially after fucking Konami's screwed over Metal Gear exactly yeah they fuck that game I'm scared to go back in have you heard the shit they've done in that since uh, insurance and shit yeah no but after that no so apparently in the like which they didn't put in the patch notes people have found out if you leave your base like if you were like oh I'm not gonna go online they would deduct money while you were offline after a certain amount of time and put it in like a fucking piggy bank so that when you did come online and just shaft it over there and shit and like take away your vehicles like to a limit just like weird shit like that what I the can't, fuck are they doing like, I don't know if that's true but I've heard multiple people say this alright I'm gonna have to look into this but I already believe with this insurance bullshit and with the online the, in the state it was. I should log in it's just not to game see what of the happens. Year I'm fucking. It kills me to say it, but they took the best game I've played 
Yeah. And it's... Fucking shafted. And they've fucked it. That's really bad. Um, Hope to see you guys at PAX, even if you aren't doing a podcast down there. Peace out, Drew. We will be at PAX. We'll be signing. Uh, Uh, Yep. We'll be making an appearance at the casino. At the casino. Um, 12 o'clock on Saturday. Provided Australia don't fall to pieces against Argentina, we will be (sighs) burning the candle at both ends. And uh, we'll be staying up until fucking 4 a.m. at the motherfucking casino to watch Australia win the goddamn Rugby World Cup. What day is that? Uh, Saturday or Sunday morning. And yeah, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough because we'll be drunk and tired. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, any emails? Uh, there was an email. It's on my phone though. Give it up. That. Give up the rock. At least I think it's one we haven't read. It's about Star Wars. So. Okay. Here we go. Try that one. Okay. Harry writes, Hey, Gapsters. I've been playing a lot of the Battlefront beta the last few days. It's a lot of fun, but like you've spoken about, there is some balancing problems. Your video, Job, spoke about the ATST balancing, which I came across a lot in the time I played. What concerned me more is the lack of communication. They made it clear that there will be more power-ups and unlocks in the full game, so I'm not sure whether communication will be added in the full game or not. I'm going to answer this immediately. Uh, no. Finish the sentence. There's no there's no VoIP in the PC version of the game. That's weird. It's odd. Yes, it is. Was it, Did they have it in the battlefield? Yeah. Is it because... Only squad-based, but... The server thing they're doing, or...? I have no idea, but it's really fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, the rebels would have a much better time if they could verbally coordinate their attacks on the both types of walkers. How do you think they will add communication for servers of over 60... I'm sorry, bro. I ruined it. Uh, Servers of over 60 people, and how will they incentivize teamwork and cooperation? Well, first of all, I believe the player cap is 40 no matter what mode. Yeah, I think 40 is the highest, right? Yep. Uh, And they will not... Yeah, they won't be doing any VoIP at all. Um, So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they can do. Like... uh, it's it's a tough one man like it's kind of fucked because I agree with you they desperately need better options to, to coordinate attacks uh, but at the moment your best option is old school styles by typing shit and that kind of that kind of sucks I oh, guess I just solo or just yeah you just go solo yeah just um, hope someone else gets the other objective yeah pretty much um Incentivizing teamwork and cooperation is an interesting one. The What they need to do is they need to look at the beta really fucking hard and they need to work out really fucking quickly that what they failed to do, like if any, if there is any failure of communication in that beta, it is on behalf of DICE communicating what immediate objectives are to each player. Immediate priorities are to each player. They need to have better communication for why you want to take certain objectives. Uh, yeah. They need to very clearly direct you to, like, key items. Like, hey, uh, this ATST needs to be taken out immediately. And having Admiral Akbar yap at you every now and then to the point where you start, like, just tuning him out, that's not good enough. You need on-screen shit. They need to do that very quickly. And if they can do that, then they can incentivize teamwork organically just by having players work towards the same shit 
based on like the best style of play but unless they communicate shit properly yeah I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do I don't know Star Wars Battlefront is gonna be a fucking challenge man like it's gonna be a very interesting one because if they can't do it properly yeah I don't know I don't know yeah the weirdest thing is that like that's all EA has this year uh yeah like I get that it's probably gonna sell like banana cakes but like it's gonna sell once and they might even get it to sell again when the movie releases. Well, they don't have to. Did you see that season pass, which we didn't talk about in the news? Uh, no, I didn't. It's like 60 bucks. Right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe more. Uh, I did not see that. I can double check. Yeah. But it's uh, something ridiculous. Okay. But yeah. Um, but yeah, they might get a second round of sales then. Or, you know, the first round of DLC however hefty that is um but yeah no it's very important for them to yeah they need to make sure people understand what the fuck is going on because there's no point in casualing up your fucking battlefield experience if your casual players can't work out where the fuck they're supposed to go at any point in time right i don't think everyone made the it's reverse rush connection yeah like i did like, I know a lot of the journos that I played with never made the connection, and I wasn't kind enough to explain it to them because I'm not doing their jobs for them. But, uh, yeah, like, if people, like, if journos can't make their connection, like, as bad as they are at games, they're usually good at noticing shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Casuals aren't going to make the connection either. You know. Season pass is 70 bucks on the Xbox and PlayStation. Fucking hell. Uh, okay. Four expansion expansion packs. Four? Yeah. Four expansion packs? Yep. Any details about expansion packs? Nope. They must be out of their fucking minds. $70? Players also get two-week early access to those expansions. Doesn't matter. So you're splitting your user base. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> the top comment on Kiktaku is it's even cheaper if you don't buy it. Because <laughs> they're talking about pricing. Right. Yeah. Very droll. Anyway, anyway thanks for the email. Up. How long have we gone? Oh, over three hours for sure. 3.30 plus Boom. a couple of breaks. That's a podcast. That is a podcast. Uh, the GA podcast at gmail.com for emails. Yeah, baby. Uh, we're on facebook.com slash the gap. Yep. No. No. The GA, the GA podcast. podcast. Yep. I don't have my list up. Um, we're on iTunes, Android, Windows Store under the gap with the GA podcast. So you can search us on there. Yep. Uh, that's always cool and fun. Leave us, a re- leave us a review. You done? Yeah, I'm done. You done? That's good. Uh, we're on twitter.com slash the podcast as well and um thegapodcast.com just yeah. go to that site yep you get see everything. your updates yep sweet sweet uh what do you got happening this week uh or interview any- with Blake Griffin at some point uh NBA I'm going superstar to Blake Griffin NBA superstar Blake Griffin um I'm going to uh maybe record some footage from the first three missions of Halo Oh. Put it up, or I will edit together my Z Town 
footage because I recorded a bunch of it. Yeah. I just can't work out which one I'm going to do first. But uh, you should probably do the Halo one first. Uh, that usually makes you money, right? Maybe. We'll see. But, uh, <laughs> I can't really talk about much of it, though. Yeah. Oh, the stuff I want to tell you. The stuff I want to tell you. Holy shit, listener. Holy shit. Um, just by the, brace the f- yourselves. Next Monday, 6 p.m., go to Games on Net and you'll see a spectacular review. It is going to blow your fucking socks off. Um, it's it's a it's a doozy of a review. Like I mean, you know, it's it's not every day that you get to read a review by the guest best game reviewer in the world, especially about a game that he's uh, actually quite passionate about. So uh, yeah, like you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be some shit, right? Just fucking thumbs up. Anyway, uh, so yeah, there's that. Sweet. Yep. Uh, what about you, Luke? Uh, me, I have some stuff going up on Survivor on... By the time this is up, yep. I think it's Thursday it's going up. About StarCraft? Um, no. no. It's oh. about my Tomb Raider interview. Oh. Yeah. Okay, cool. With Crystal Dynamics. Um, so I, I've got that up there. Yeah, and then the StarCraft stuff should go up uh, a bit later, because that'll be quite an interview to transcribe. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. I was kind of just going to talk about, like, the the game a little bit and, like, the game mode and then put a couple words in there that he said, but I kind of just kept asking questions and we yapped on for a bit and I got carried away. He's quite good. Um, the StarCraft guys use a pretty good interview. Yeah. They're fun. Nice. Uh, anyway. Hey, uh, before next episode, you will have turned, what, 31? Uh, 30? Sure. 30? 31. 31? Yeah, it's 2015, 31. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, buddy. We're getting drunk on uh, Saturday, right? We fucking are. Fuck yeah, we are. Sweet. Hell yeah. Um, Yeah. Just to wrap things up, Mm -hmm. I would like to introduce a section called Messages from My Girlfriend. Oh, okay. These are from this morning. Cool. Nothing nothing rude. Okay. Uh, Let me find it. This is at uh, 8.50 in the morning. This is after our ah, yes. escapade on the Star Wars site. Yep. 6 a.m. tickets and then, like, yelling, winning. <laughs> she writes back, fucking what, bro? 6 a.m. <laughs> right. It's okay. Star Wars. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I think I had some perlers from my wife when I told her about the 6 a.m. tickets as well. <laughs> uh, it was basically just uh, a lot of that icon that tells you that someone's typing something and then they delete it and you can see it disappear and then they type it again. And she obviously revised what she was going to say 15 or 16 times. Yeah. So it must have started out pretty fucking, pretty f- fucking heavy, but uh, she managed to tone it down into... I will see if I have to work. I'm like, it's two months from now. Surely you don't have to work. She's like, uh, I don't get to make it up as a whole long job. Which I thought was pretty sassy, but uh, yeah. Oh, you know, whatever. It's always fun. I guess I'll just go on my own. Oh, the Maybe best- I'll go, I'll sprint out across two fucking seats then. The best part is we didn't mention, we recorded the whole fucking we session. Did. Oh, we, we should get that recording off. So Nathan was going to send it to us. Right, this well, could be a five hour podcast. It could be. Um, so we've got a re- recording of an hour of us trying to buy Star Wars tickets. Yep. 
I don't know how worthwhile it will be. It might be pretty funny. It might be pretty funny. Like, if you want to listen to it, uh, have a listen. There's some funny moments in there. Yep. But just be warned. It's not, like, amazing content. It's just us talking shit for an hour. It is. um, A lot of swearing at IMAX. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of swearing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then so I got another message today uh, for the weekend about, like... Oh, yeah. uh, So she's booked in to get her... To get some makeup done, okay, uh, at Bondi Junction, and then she sent me a photo of Kate Upton. Yeah, said hope, uh, and said, "Will I look like this?" And I wrote, "I can only hope so." <laughs> uh, and then this one is quite fresh; it's only five minutes old. Oh. It says, "Have you been fucking shopping in the kids section again?" Question mark. What does that mean? I bought some kids' clothes today. What? I bought some clothes today at Why? Big W. Why? It's a uh, it's a Batman T-shirt okay. with a cape. Oh, nice. Are you going to wear it on yeah. Saturday? No, I'm going to wear it on a... Uh, there's a GameSpot Halloween party. Ah. So... Nice. I'm going to wear that. Sweet. That's I was... Cool. I didn't know what I was going to wear. And we went down there today. Sorted. With the guys from work, they needed to buy something. Okay. And I walked past that. And I was like, fucking easy. Nailed it. Done. Yep. Perfect. I'm Batman. Yeah, pretty much. I just need to find my Batman mask and I'm good. Of course. Because I've still got that somewhere. Sick. That's the podcast. Cool. Uh, We'll be back next week with more of this. Yep. Um, And we'll talk about Halo, right? Yes. We should get Arthur on here. He's been playing it as well. He has been. We We should get get Arthur on here. here. (laughs) Okay. That'll be good. Let's do that. Yep. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, Peace out, homies. Bye. And the force be with you. Star Wars.